stories If you like tasty beers Open up your mouth holes And open up your ears For... urge to crack my knuckles yeah. as soon as he said shut up so I'm gonna do it now I, I also oh. as soon as he said shut up I started leaning back in the world's squeakiest chair my chairs so are like, so squeaky <laughs> I know I feel bad like every time I shift during one of our stories I'm like oh I, I really hope the podcast doesn't pick this yeah. up yeah I also feel like that uh angsty youth uh that still lives inside me is just instantly like someone tells me to do something I'm just like go fuck yourself how about that come so, at me bro yeah Gash me outside. So I just, okay, every time he tells me to shut up, my like gut just uh, wants to scream in his face. Oh, ah! yeah. I understand that. Well, hi, everybody. Well, how many of these chairs have I broken, by the way? Just one. Just one? Yeah. Yeah. But there's still four of them. We bought, we bought another, another one, one. Oh. after my fat oh. ass crushed one of these <laughs> the, things. The wonderful thing about Ikea is that their furniture stays the same. <laughs> That's true. I would have paid good money to see you like, sit it down was on pretty a chair great. It was amazing. and watch it crumble just underneath <laughs> you. Yeah. It just exploded out from beneath me. It was just, pretty like, funny. shards of wood in the like walls around you. It just exploded. <laughs> 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 Well, hey, everybody. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Booze and Brews. Yes, this is the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories and drink thematically appropriate beers. Yes. Um, and have a have a giggle or two. Have one or two. Have a little chortle. A chortle. Ch- chuckle. A chuckle. I'm Melissa. <laughs> I'm Vanessa. And that's Engineer Bob. I still point. Still I'm still pointing. I'm going to point. I'm sad the day that you don't. Yeah. I also like how Hello. Bob Hi. doesn't get to introduce himself. It's no, not my him. show, no. ladies. Yeah. It's always either I'm down with the patriarchy. <laughs> I introduce you. <laughs> exactly. Hashtag feminism. Hashtag we should chill. Like, we're taking it back. We're taking it back one podcast at a time, guys. <laughs> Through podcasts and being like, you don't get to introduce yourself. <laughs> you don't get to tell stories. No, none of that at all. Yeah. It's but, less work for me, obviously. I get to sit around here listening to fun stories and drink i will say i win <laughs> we we joke about that we sort of are not overcoming the patriarchy though because we do the work and then he, he picks a winner yeah. yeah like we yeah we've put him in a position of power over us mm-hmm. i'm like a lion and so much a glorious true. lion it's true and we are the lionesses doing all the hunting and killing yeah and then you just you know roar eating pork <laughs> <laughs> and and upload our podcast yeah, because then, again we give him all the power because he could get mad and say no, yeah, you have no that. show anymore. No, he could, wouldn't it be so sad if after one he was just like, yeah, oh, you're so mean to me. And for some reason, it just didn't record. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got drunk for nothing. <laughs> no, you got drunk for something. No, I would be like, it's for it's, fun. I would drug Vanessa and be like, that's cool. Let's do it together right now. We'll just do it. It's fun. We'll go. do another Take one. Two. Hi, welcome to Booze and Brew. <laughs> so good. We're out of beer now. Bob, go make a beer. Bob, Bob, go make me beer. Make, make me, me beer. beer. <laughs> go, go right now into the get kitchen. Get some hops. Make beer. And barley. Let's let's just malt that shit yeah. together. Get some it's gonna, yeast. It's gonna take a bit. Nope. Nope. Oh, I'm shit. gonna sit right here until my beer is ready. <laughs> stare over your shoulder. Pop gonna, that shit in the microwave. I'm gonna drink the wart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds gross. Yeah. yeah. But uh, hey, boy, howdy! You guys are in for a treat this week because we picked a soup exciting topic i think so it's I full was, of happiness and joy yeah it's really like fun places that people enjoy going to like we've done amusement parks before oh yeah much like that in a vein of like just fun happy family times together um this week we've done 
haunted hospital. hospitals. That's right. <laughs> That's <laughs> everyone's fun. favorite place to go. Yeah. Everyone's favorite place, place to die. Unless you don't die in a hospital. A hospital. Yeah. Oh, but lots of people, a place where lots of people do die. Oh, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Most of us are going to die in a hospital. Yeah. Not me. I'm going to, I don't On know. a very special booze and bruise podcast. Where we talk about how we die. Yeah, oh let's, my gosh. Let's you will all die in a hospital. So earlier this week, I went to the Museum of Death in Los Angeles, which was fucking amazing. We're all going to go back. We're going to talk about it on the podcast. It, if you live in Los Angeles, you should go. Yeah. It's, and you like serial killers and death. It's really fucking amazing. But in the like eggs, as you're exiting out of the, out of the uh, museum, there's a notebook and they ask you like, how do you think you're going to die? Like write it in the notebook. Oh, damn. And so like people write like funny things and people write very touching things like and then someone in the notebook that was left out for like when I was there it was only like five pages full and some teenager had gone through and like written snarky comments about other people's things what a so dick. someone would say like I'm gonna die like in bed in the arms of the man I love and then someone wrote like from getting too much good dickin like underneath <laughs> it like someone had just gone through and made all of these like oh, touching like I'm gonna but then w- someone was like I'm gonna jump off the Mickey and Friends parking structure and I was like that's real specific <laughs> yeah like you've That's not a, a terrible way to go, to though. Yeah, lots of people were like, cancer, car crash. Um, no, I, you don't be serious. Yeah, I, of course, because this you. is our Skyrim podcast, so yeah. I wrote Dragonfire. <laughs> That's what I wrote. <laughs> I'm going yeah. to go to Tamriel. Yeah, I'm just going to die. I actually won't die from Dragonfire. It'll probably be Frost, because my race is, like, impervious to flame, so... <laughs> Welcome oh. to War Maidens. <laughs> okay, again, <laughs> okay. the Skyrim podcast was, is next week. That was the Skyrim uh, joke of the week. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was funny. Like, list how you're going to die. Um, and then I like know. how people are real serious. Like, I'm probably going to die of cancer. It's like, no, no, no. This is your chance to really make it fun. Like, I'm going to die... Yeah, I don't exactly. know. I thought about Ejecting it. from a fighter plane over yeah. the South Pacific. Exactly. Mauled to death by a tiger. Yeah. Like something yeah. cool. Or like I've always been like, I think it'd be cool to go out in a cult. Like the Museum of Death has a section on the Heaven's Gate. And I'm like, that seems fun. You're hanging out, all your friends, drinking some delicious Kool-Aid. You drink don't the wake Kool-Aid, up. you know, yeah. I met this dude named David. He was really <laughs> he cool. Seems He's real nice. Real nice. He's guy. got some thoughts about a comet. And, and, uh-huh. and I want to hear him out. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, you might have a point. Yeah, exactly. Um, this was this was before my niece tried to be recruited by Scientologists. <laughs> Speaking of cults. <laughs> I was very proud of her. When I was like, you didn't give them any money or personal information. She was like, no, I didn't understand. They gave me some DVD about like diets or something. Diets. I, like, I love diets. Diet medics. Diet medics. I'm, I'm glad that you weren't interested in their cults. Yeah. I'm glad. I can't explain to my sister how I took her beautiful baby girl and sold her to a cult in Los Angeles. I think it's good. I think you should call your sister and be like, uh, thumbs up, you two. You you raised a girl who didn't get swallowed up by a cult. Yeah, good and job. I feel like a nineteen-year-old country girl coming to the big city. I feel like you're that's easily who gets swept swallowed up, up yeah. by yeah. cults. So they, cults are thirsty yeah, for that yeah, young blood. I was real proud of her. I was like, "Good job, girls, not getting all culty. Way not, Good job. Proud of you. Yep, you you are welcome back anytime <laughs> as long as you stay away from the cults. Yeah, no cults for you. Um, but yeah, so this week we did haunted hospitals. Yes, and we, now hospitals include. 
Asylums, yes. Hospitals for cuckoos. Yes, we talked about that. Yeah. Because I was going to try and find, and I did do some Guggen. I did do some, you some deep, deep Guggen. In the game. Into, the Google. I was trying to find a haunted children's mental hospital. I was trying to find oh. the ghost of mentally <laughs> unstable children. Built on Indian burial grounds. Built on an Indian burial ground, Obviously. of course. Um, I did find a ho- uh, hospital built on Indian burial, burial grounds. grounds. The one yeah. in Florida? No, yeah, and then there's the one. There's also the one that's like built where they burned all the Salem witches. Yeah, Whoa. yeah, the one in Massachusetts. Like, that's yeah. a good one. Also, it was funny we were talking about this earlier. And if you search at Google like haunted hospitals, the same like you 10 get a lot of up. like the five like top five top ten lists from everything. And on every single one of those lists was the Athens Lunatic Asylum, which <laughs> I did in our college episode because I said. I don't care about colleges. I'm going to make this about a mental institution. I'm going to cheat. <laughs> I did a little Cheater. bit cheat. I don't think I won. No. Uh, I didn't win that episode. No. 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 I think. There's probably some stupid thing I liked about the other story. So. No. Was it I the fact that made the, us drink MGD? Was it, what is a sheep-sized faceless fart man? <laughs> yes. No. Sheep-sized faceless fart man. Yeah. No. I think that episode was just MGD driven. I think it was MGD driven. It could have been. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, so this week, Haunted Hospitals, yeah. which was real good. I really did want to do Haunted Lunatic Asylum. Obviously, I'm a fan of it. I've already done one. Uh, I didn't, though. I did not pick you an asylum. You were a purist. I went but off. you did. I did. And I asked, I said, can I do an asylum? Does that count as a hospital? And you were like, yeah, hospitals for cuckoos. Totally That's counts. That's right. Totally counts. Um, and then I didn't even do it, and then you did. So we like yeah. made a... <laughs> we did a little swapsies. We, yeah, we made a little loophole that you just swam right through. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was looking to at like um, international hospitals, because I thought I that would be too. kind of fun. Yeah, there's one in the fucking Philippines that I was like, dark days, guys. Singapore, <laughs> there was a good one in Singapore, but then I thought... No, it, it's funny. Here's the thought. I was like, oh, it's going to be really hard to find a beer. So then I picked this hospital, and it was still really hard to find a beer so i was like well i'm fuck yeah. well and that was an excellent segue because you are first this i am week, first Melly, this week Melly and, and i am drinking your beer and currently. i am currently, currently drinking your beer yeah so why don't you uh why I'm don't you launch on into it man regale us with tales of lunacy and yes. ghosts yeah. all right lunatic ghosts Gotta they're prop- the best kind of ghosts if you like crazy people and ghosts that's good that's I'm going to... That's my single. Drops next week. Hold on. I have to prop up my notebook so I can <laughs> you, read all my notes. You, okay. No, I have you to. put on your reading glasses I there? I determined that I'm I cannot... I'm an old librarian. I can't take notes. I have to write down the stuff or else I get too out of control. Oh, I only... Like, all of my notes are like half sentences and sometimes I just... It's yeah, just no. words. Like, there's a point in my notes where it just says sad. <laughs> like or like whistle yeah. like I just I just have to remind myself of something <laughs> yeah I'm such a shitty storyteller that I'm like nope gotta write it out you also have weird tiny serial killer handwriting it, so. it, it, it is like the killer from seven notebook <laughs> yeah well that's that's great yeah you if guys, one day you I'm murder not. him this will be entered in as evidence, evidence? in yeah. your trial that's fine they're gonna be like wow you really like ghosts mm-hmm. I'm trying to make my husband into a ghost <laughs> I love them so much I wanted him to be one. <laughs> the only way I could love my husband more is if he was a ghost. <laughs> now you're gonna love me forever. Just try and leave me. Just just try. I tied you to this apartment. Then you move. You're and like, then I'm I bought a house. Bye, Bye Bob. Bob. Oh. <laughs> Aw. Sad. Sad. And then you'll be the sad Yeah. Then somebody sad. will write in their notebook. Sad. It's, it's all caps. Sad. It is. Super I see it right sad. there. Look right above it it says birds exclamation mark. <laughs> no, no, no. Two exclamation <laughs> These are these are Super my notes. My, birds! my notes don't make sense to anyone but me. It's almost like the article about the spoon on Mars. Sp- 
spoon. Oh, yes. Yeah. NASA discovers ancient spoon. spoon. Yeah, we were anyway. talking about Martian spoons before yeah. this. Anyway, but now we're going to talk about haunted hospitals. We're bringing it back. Okay, I'm bringing it back. I am going to tell you the story of the Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum in West Virginia. Trans Allegheny. Trans Allegheny. Oh, I don't even know if that's one. how the fuck you say it. I think it. it is now. Allegheny. Yeah. We, put Internet. It, we put it on the internet. Now trans alligator. Yeah. In the aptly named Weston, it's a, it's West a Virginia. It's a alligator. Yeah. That, I mean, I did have a moment where I was going to do like a really insensitive joke with my beer again. And I thought I can't do that twice. Because I've done you're gonna be that person. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like you're the insensitive beer joke girl. Yeah. That's, that's that's your persona. That's not, I don't want that. To I be also my feel like to make fun of Native Americans who died hundreds of years ago is different than to make fun of a a group of people who are like specifically being targeted and yeah. like people are yeah. bigoted against them right. in our current society. Yeah, so it would have been uh, a little too close to home. Yeah, it's like you know. It would have been like the day the after joke. the Holocaust, being like, "How about them Jews?" Like it's too <laughs> soon. It's too soon. <laughs> Oh, God. But now, no. Um, so, yeah. Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum, Weston, West Virginia. Uh, the asylum was constructed between 1858 and 1881. So, it's it's old. Um, it is the largest hand-cut stone masonry building in North America. Yeah. Good job, you guys. And it is the second largest in the world next to the Kremlin. Yeah. Um, Big hand-cut stones. All hand-cut stones, which is, well, there's a good reason why it took so long. There was a there was a few years in between 1858 and 1881 where not much of anything was going on, but fighting. Yep. Um, warring. We warring. like warring. We like warring um, with <laughs> each other had, at that point. We had to use all of our slave labor at that point for the warring yeah. and not for the cutting of stones. Right. Um, and the... Um, the asylum sits on 666 acres of land. Oh, wait, and where is it? What state is this in? West Virginia. West Virginia. Weston, West Virginia. West Virginia. On is the it, land of the beast. Yes. Is it, do we know where in West Virginia? It's the like, western part of West Virginia? No, it is in kind of like the um, north central-ish part of West Virginia. Okay. Looked. Um, the design of the building follows the Kirkbride plan, um, which called for long wings in like long hospital wings and mm -hmm. staggered formation to assure that each of the wings received the right amount of sunlight and fresh air. Yeah. A little bit about Thomas Kirkbride in case you're like, what the fuck is a Kirkbride plan? He was a doctor in the 19th century who realized that mental illness was actually a thing. Like it wasn't just something that it, and that it could be treated um, because at that point, you know, they were just keeping mentally sick people locked up in jails. Yeah. And in almshouses and like make them wards of states. And it's like, no, that's not fair to them. That's not morally yeah, right. They're not criminals. They're exactly. just sick. And so he thought, no, I actually think too they can be cured. And so part of his plan was buildings as cures. So what his design was, was to have these like, you know, long wings. And so each would have like apt like an appropriate amount of sunlight and fresh air. And yeah. then that way, you know, it could help with the curing process because apparently that's what lunatics need. Yeah. Fresh air. My hospital, not a lunatic asylum, also built following that plan. Really? Yes. I'm sorry if I just like stole some of your thunder no, and no, told no, the no. story. No, you, again, again, did this research, but this, this, this is not sounds part like of some my shit story. Melly's going like, to talk like, about. You explain how lighthouse light works. <laughs> and I go, go. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so, it's good. You, when I joke around that people listen to this podcast for the facts, it's your facts. My facts. It's not my facts. Because my facts are little Wayne impersonations. <laughs> birds! Birds! Uh, birds! Yeah, I don't know. What? <laughs> so, um, and uh, where am I now? So, it, it actually, 300 
facilities in North America were constructed following this Kirkbride plan. Um, but by the 20th century, the sort of building as a cure idea just was largely discredited. So a lot of these buildings, because they were so large, just fell into disrepair. Yeah, because they were like harder to maintain. Exactly. Because farther away. everything is farther away and they're just so big and, you know, it's just too difficult. Yeah. Um, so construction of the asylum... Um, like I said, began in 1851. It was temporarily halted with the outbreak of the Civil War in 1861. Bitches be warring. Bitches be warring. And actually, the war came to the lunatic asylum. Oh, no. Lunatics fight the lunatics. No. At that that point, they were still in versus the South Wing. I wish. (laughs) Sharks and jets. Um, (laughs) Snap fight. Snap fight. (laughs) We both tried to snap fight. So good. So delightful. Um, No, well, because the building was under construction, nobody was living there yet. Um, So in June of 1861, the 7th Ohio Infantry, because that's the closest, they just marched down a little bit south, um, they marched into town to seize any Confederate sympathizers, but that's really just sort of a cover for what they really, really wanted to do. Which was what? Which was go to the bank in Weston, West Virginia, take all the money money. that was meant for the asylum because the bank was holding about $30,000 in gold Uh, that was meant for the construction of it. And so what the... Um, Union did was what they went in took the 30,000 and gold well it was 27 they let the dude keep some um, went in took that gold so then it couldn't go to the Confederacy because at this point West Virginia oh, so they, seceded from Virginia because so there they, were sympathize there were like people who wanted to stay part of the Union and that's how West Virginia was formed was they were part of Virginia when the war broke and out they said, Fuck you, and Virginia. they said fuck you Virginia and then they became their own state they seceded from Virginia became West Virginia and joined the Union so they're on the side of the Union so we like West Virginia more than Virginia correct because Virginia a lot of warring happened in Virginia, in Virginia. It was all like the big line was there kind of mm-hmm. um so yeah, so that was the real reason they said we're going to come in and get the Confederate sympathizers, but no, it was they just want your twenty seven thousand dollars worth of gold. Well, and it's interesting that they just wanted to steal it before someone else stole it. They were yeah, they wanted bit, before the Confederacy yeah. came in and then had that money go toward the fight. It was smart, yeah, because they're bankrupting the other side, yeah, and then it, they're taking the money. Themselves. It does make sense. They were just like no money for lunatics, Ex- all the money for warring. Exactly, and there's really no point in building this right now because yeah, you know, we're warring. We're warring. It's not that we're lunatics are the least of our concerns at the moment. Exactly. Exactly, her our way of life, <laughs> our union, our union. The ghost of George Washington's trying to ride Just out trying and help to, us. Exactly, we got all that. Um, and then so, and then after they came and they seized the land, um, not the land, but the seized the money. The soldiers actually stayed in the hospital because there was a part of it like part of one wing oh, yeah, was sure constructed they were just like yeah this is just a nice big place with four walls and, and a roof is, yeah. and, it's and fine this is where we're gonna stay lay down my bedroll exactly so um there were some confederate or not confederate but just soldiers in general that were there um and then did once, they die there some did was it dragon fire uh they're all in Sovngarde if that's actually they're not haunting there because they're all up in the magic land um I don't play Skyrim but I watch a lot of Skyrim it's like a tv show um so once the war ended construction of the asylum once again became a priority because I think they recognized that too with the end of the war you're gonna get a lot of well, and they had shell shocked. Yeah, and they SOBs. had, they had yeah. a half-built building at that point. Yeah, you might so, as well. So, like, yeah, I could see how they were like, yeah, we should refinish building this building. Mm-hmm. 
So we they, spent a lot of money on it already. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're a little invested in this building at this point. I thought, yeah. So the hospital admitted its first patients in 1864, even though construction on the whole entire hospital wasn't done until 1881. So they had, you know, 20 some, almost 20 years of people just living in a half-built hospital. Oh. Um, and because at that point, mental illness was not generally understood, the asylum took in patients and treated patients with symptoms such as, or like not symptoms, but... Um, you know, issues such as masturbation. I was like, was this like, uh, my wife's real mouthy. She's got lady troubles. Yes. Was uh, this one of those Laziness, places? superstition, desertion of husband, and menstrual derangement. Oh. Because bitches get crazy once a month. I'm and they so have to go to the loony bin. Menstrually deranged. I am so, right now, like, oh, so, so much menstrual duration. Oh, it just, the doing that once a month literally drives you nuts. Once a month, she gets real mouthy and I don't like it. And I don't like it. So they away send you her to go. Away you go, go to, to the, the loony bin. And then my and son. And cook me chickens. And my son <laughs> just jerks off all the time. My teenage son. I got son. a mouthy wife and a chronic masturbating son. Yeah. Away you go. Away, away you go. Away you go. <laughs> uh, I think there must have been a lot of single guys back then. <laughs> I, only only one week out of the month, though, right? Maybe it's just so he could cheat on his wife. Yeah. He was just like, get this old hag out of the house for a little bit. Bring, bring in, in that young little filly from down the street. That's right. You overestimate um, how much men like boning and how much they and, and underestimate how much they like quiet <laughs> That's right. i just want peace and quiet i don't want to hear the jerking off motion in the other room i don't want to hear her whining about shit I just want you peace. and your feelings <laughs> and you with your penis jesus, jesus christ <laughs> it's just semen and emotions all over my house oh. it's oh. Oh. It's like hell on her. Just dripping with semen and emotion. Oh. I just walk into the room. It's just like dripping just off the walls and the jizz, ceiling. Just and, coming and down. And your wife's just standing in the center of the room crying like, I just want you to hold me. <laughs> I'm surprised that the husband didn't go to the I asylum. Know. I was like, uh, I feel like I would open that door and just be like, nope. Nope. And turn around and walk right out the door. Oh, God. Get in the carriage, the both of you. <laughs> um, but, you know, soon the asylum actually sadly just became a dumping ground for the unwanted. Aww. So instead of actually being treated, and, you know, I read up on a couple different asylums, and that seems pretty regular. I mean, even yeah. poor houses and almshouses and stuff during this time, they just became, I don't want to deal with you anymore. You're going to go to the asylum, and they just left. Yeah. Like, I don't, you've got issues, or I just don't want to deal with you. You're too mouthy. And then, or you're poor. Yeah. You know, and so they. And then we don't know. There's no homeless shelter. So exactly. you went to the loony bin shelter. And you went to the loony bin. It was the, the Kurt same Bryan with, home for the, like, the criminally irritating. Is yeah. that like the. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it was the same thing with Athens when I was researching that hospital. It was a lot of like, uh, we can't take care of grandma anymore because she's yeah. expensive. So we're just going to send her <laughs> to the loony bin. Because um, there was no like geriatric facility. Exactly. Home for pricey so, relatives. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, look, fucking grandma keeps eating. I mean, the food's not getting any cheaper. The, it's true. No, this asylum We're had... poor from all the war in. Like, I... Yeah. And she sure as shit can't farm. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Useless grandma. What's well, funny, Weston, you mentioned, like, poor from the war. Weston was actually one of the 
few southern cities that didn't go into some sort of depression after the war because they had the hospital. Oh. And this town was dependent on the hospital. So, so it they actually had, like, experienced pe- a boom. Got you. So they like, like the New Deal, they like put people to work after the war. Ex- yeah, that's exactly what happened. And so they didn't have the same sort of suffering that a lot of the other southern states did because we were like, shame on you. Well, and yeah, and they sided with the correct side. Yeah, so they, they weren't going for them too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the government was like, you get a thumbs up and some money. Yeah, there was no like reparations payments from West Virginia. Yeah, no. Um, We're just looking at you, Germany. (laughs) So um, the asylum had room for 250 people, but by 1880, even before the hospital was finished being built, it already had 717 patients. Whoa. Um, 1,661 in 1938, 1,800 plus in 1949, and 2,600 in the 1950s. This place did not get much bigger. So one of the issues that this asylum had was just so much overcrowding. Yeah. Um, and then they don't have enough staff to deal with all exactly. of that. And, so and then they start just medicating them and chaining them to beds. Yeah. Stuff. So the hospital. What do you think that place smelled like? So good. Awful. Fresh like a daisy. You guys, hold on. <laughs> I'm going to get to that because I did actually write about some of the... I was like, is there a stink monster? Is oh, there, there a... should be. Is there another fart man? There is now. <laughs> um, it's more of a poop man. In my experience, fart man win you podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> so the hospital did have a separate TB wing. A lot of them obviously did during that time because yeah. it was so contagious. Um, there was a geriatric center for people with dementia and Alzheimer's because grandma, grandpa, they get a little crazy. They don't know what to do with them. They take them to the asylum and then they're put in the separate geriatrics wing. Or they were just tired of listening to grandma like tell, tell the, the same, same story, story over and over again. Yeah. They were like, that bitch crazy. Just <laughs> shut up and then go away. Um, and then they also had a building for the criminally insane. Yes. And a medical center with a morgue. Gotcha. So it's the Arkham Asylum. A little yeah. bit. Joker lives there. Um, and I found this, I thought, was so much fun, and it was a really good tie. Um, one of the most infamous patients at the hospital, or at the asylum, I should say, Chuckles Man- Manson. Yeah. Yes. So Chuckles um, Manson? Yeah. So <laughs> Chuckles, um, his mom, after his mom got arrested uh, for robbery with a ketchup bottle, um, she went off. Wait, to did, did you read up on the ketchup bottle robbery? How does I that work? I just saw a little bit. I didn't know. I don't know too much about it, but I oh, just okay. saw the she reason was, that she got she arrested. She was in and out of jail all the time. Yeah. Like she was never around. He grew up in and out of prison. Constantly yeah. holding up l- legitimate establishments with, with condiments. Yeah. yeah. And like she once sold him to a bar for a case of beer. Like yeah, she, she was, was a not winner. a stand up lady. She was not a bad trade. She was not. For, oh yeah. Charles Manson for a case Can of it, beer. Yeah. Fucker's not my problem she's anymore. Got some, <laughs> and beer. She's got some like. She's a problem solver. Future. Yeah. And she Manson knew. went on to be like the best thing she ever did was abandon me because it like let me to grow up to be the man I am today. Oh God! So if he'd had a loving mother, Lord only knows. Lord only. Uh, uh, we might still have uh, Sharon Tate. Um, yeah, maybe he would have actually made it as a rock musician. So <laughs> so much Manson information. So yeah, after the mom was arrested, um, he was sent to live with his aunt and uncle in West Virginia, and then became you know he got involved in like petty theft. He was arrested a bunch yeah. and other crimes, and he was sent to the asylum at some point. Did he? So he served time there like as a teenager yeah do we think that's where he was butt raped because he talks about how when he used to spend he used to be in and out of prison and then when he was a teenager and then the older like prisoners would butt rape him and he was like yeah it's cool got butt raped it's fine it's not a big deal i wouldn't be surprised because there was there was so much overcrowding and like i said you know and as i'll get into it was just there weren't enough staff i would not be surprised i'm gonna say now it's on the internet allegheny is where charles manson was butt raped into a serial killer not a serial killer because he killed nobody. Serial mindfucker killer. Killer maker. 
<laughs> serial killer maker. That's good. <laughs> like a Play-Doh punch factory of serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, along, like I was, you know, just talking about the overcrowding and the, um, there was just such poor living conditions. The uh, Charleston newspaper had it out for this uh, facility. Like I think the heads up strong journalists there just recognized it for what it was which is just a total shit show oh so they were they weren't like we hate the asylum they were, they like, were like we hate the the, the what's way going people on are being treated at the asylum exactly they weren't like not in my backyard they were right. like people are people like are, i don't care are, if it's in my backyard but you're being mean yeah yeah right. look if you're gonna keep crazy people in my backyard be let's not make them serial killer maker people right yeah. Exactly. They wrote three, at least with that I found three separate articles. The first being in 1949, where they wrote a set of articles highlighting the poor sanitation, little to no lighting, little to no heat in certain areas, and overall lack of furniture. So it was just people okay. on the floor. So it's just... Cold poop smells. Cold, cold, probably yeah, poopy, cold, poopy, nasty, dirty, um, no lights, dark. Yeah, cold, dark, and poopy. Especially in a stone cold, building. Cold, dark, and yeah. poopy. Cold, dark, and poopy. Aww. That's on my OkCupid okay profile. Yeah. <laughs> Um, dark and poopy. <laughs> one section of the um, the asylum was gutted by a fire in 1930, and they couldn't even fix that properly. They brought in um, some local type group, and this was 1930, so it was like the depression. I think yeah. just happened. So, but there was like, yeah, hey, we're going to give you work, and um, they didn't even do that shit right. So that part of it was well, just yeah, falling apart. Because if you used to be like a banker, and then they were like, hey, can you, you like work. restabilize this roof? He was like, sure, sure. Gotcha. Did people nail, die in nail, that fire? Hammer, nail. No. No deaths not that in that I, fire. Not that I read. Gotcha. Um, in 1985, the Charleston, I think is the Observer, they went back. 1985. So not yeah. that long ago. Nope. Um, well, the hospital closed in 1994. Okay. It was a um, recent hospital. It was fairly recent. So oh, with the deinstitutionalization of, that was a long word, guys. That's a good yeah. word. Of, uh, of the mental care facilities because of Reagan. Is that why? Because they closed like, Almost all of the loony bins, I think, in so. the '90s because of yeah, that and the conditions of, like, of this and how they that treated he people. He set into place when Reagan was president. Yeah, so the same newspaper went back. They found more of the same. Patients were left naked and confined to uh, dirty wards, Aww. bathrooms that were just smeared with doo doo because so there was much. nobody cleaning. Again, this uh, newspaper went back in 1992, two years before the hospital closed. And again, they highlighted the poor conditions. Now it was in 1992 that a patient killed another in a fight. Um, and then also a man committed suicide and it took them eight days to find him. Oh, no. Because there were just so many people and not they enough people. They just thought he was just like sleeping in the hallway. But well, really, no, he, he was like bleeding out in the hallway. No, he. I think he hanged himself and his body just hung there for eight days and was decomposing before they notice? didn't even notice. I, because I, no one went there because no one was checking on these people. I could see like crumpled in a corner like you don't pay. But like. Because maybe he's just sleeping, but you're not right. like, oh no, he's just like CrossFit hanging from the ceiling. Like there's yeah, he's no, just working on his abs. He's that's not a thing people do. No, but I'm pretty. I think I read he hanged himself, but yeah, eight days and like he was decomposing when they found. Oh yeah, him. eight days. I bet in oh, yeah. poor in, ventilation shit factory. Oh, yeah. It's just packed with bacteria. And then they're thinking, and no one thought, what the hell's that smell? Because the, place the whole already thing stunk. stunk. Yeah, this is cold, dark, and poopy. Just cold, dark, and poopy. Um, so. In addition to these horrible, just like living oh, conditions, the treatment of the patients themselves, like their actual psychiatric treatments, they were no better. Well, yeah, I'm sure his like roommate was like, dude, my roommate's dead. He hung himself. And they're like, that's your yeah, meds. Yeah, that's your right, meds. Sure. Yeah, that's not I true. Don't, I don't mind. Whatever. Shut up. 
Please go back to your away. room if you can find it. I'm not going down there because yeah. it smells. Yeah. yeah. It's just don't want to do so much cold, dark, and poopy down there. Yeah. Uh, how many people, they're like, yeah, I clocked in and then they just went to the bar down the street. It's like, yeah, I was totally at work today. A bunch just of like, car air fresheners hanging from the oh, ceiling. Just those little, like Nurse Ratchet, Pine Fresh. Yeah. <laughs> nurse Ratchet just never leaves the nurse's station. She's just watching her stories. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. She's like, shh, Sammy might die again. <laughs> That's a There's little bit of found the body. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, the the behavior modifications was actually the sole treatment for patients for decades. It wasn't medication, and it wasn't just like any of that. It was just this behavioral modification. So what is a behavioral modification, uh, dear? Is this like, let with, me tell you. Is this like with puppers where you click a thing and give them a treat? Jingle no. your keys when you put the um, food out? No, it's, it's things such as shock therapy, seclusion cells, cold water baths, and lobotomies. Uh, so oh, that there was we go. their main form of treating these patients for decades. Yeah. Um, lobotomies they did for a real long time. Yeah. Until so they realized it just makes people... people. In, just has brain soup yeah like just you're you technically killing these people in someone's eye and then just rub it around oh just make it. a brain soup and that's the exact type of uh that was a great lead-in because that's the exact type of lobotomy the, like that, transorbital yeah yeah that uh dr walter freeman uh, he was a traveling physician who specialized in these ice pick lobotomies. I feel like physician. he was traveling. Wait, wait, Did, wait, he I'm going back. I feel like I we talked feel about like him. This is the mofo who had the lobotomobile. Do you remember? He used to when drive I read his name. His car. When I read his I name, like, I was like, he I feel has like... a lobotomy. Oh, I've got to go back. Let me see. We're going, we're going, going deep back, in the going notes deep here. Back. Let me see if I can find out. I feel like it is because I did have like a deja vu sense when I was Dr. Walter Freeman lobotomobile. So he would be the doctor that would go to this asylum and give the ice pick uh, lobotomies. And I read in one week he did like 240. Yeah, because he would go. He would like... Real in precision. His, in his lobotomy. It only took like 10 minutes to well, do because they would you shock do, they would, them until they passed out. Okay. And then they would just fucking ice pick and mm-hmm. then wiggle it around. Wiggle around really fast and then pull it out. And, that's and then it. go to the next one. Because what they did, they separate the frontal lobe. That's what they're they doing. They scramble the, f- the front of your brain. Yeah. They yeah. like scramble the front of your brain. And they would do it. Um, yeah, it's like according to the, this doctory yeah. website, it was that by doing that really fast, like yeah. the wiggle, that it would cut the frontal lobes away from the rest of the brain. Because they would like, they would go in through and the then they would your eye. through your eye. Like, through like your tear duct. Yep. And then they would like wiggle it to the right and then wiggle left. it to the left. And then they'd like jiggle it back and forth yep. a bunch. They were just. That's what I read. It was just like yeah. a really fast motion, like a do 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 do. And then they'd wiggle it back and forth. And, and they'd pull it out. You're done. Well, and because, and he now would, you're because he would come around and do it, they would literally, like, you didn't need to have, like, a surgical room to do it. They would do it in patients' rooms. They would, like, yeah. do it on a gurney in the hallway. Because yep. they were like, it's cool. All I got to do is, like, fucking ice pick this dude's brain for two seconds, and then that's, that's it. it. I'm you're done. Gonna, you're going to sterilize the pick? Nah. It's fine. It's fine. No, it's fine. I wiped it's it on fine. my pants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After so, my pants touched the poop wall in the yeah, bathroom. Yeah, exactly. So you can yeah, only, this is Dr. Lobotomobile. This is Dr. Lobotomobile. So he has a presence like, wait, at this place, too. I know this guy. Too. I'm <laughs> going to buy a car Call and I'm going to make it the Lobotomobile one day. You, I feel like the ghost of Dr. Walter Friedman's going to haunt you for it. <laughs> he did that shit already. Hey, this was my idea. <laughs> I, did, I, I knew I should have yeah, trademarked because, that. I should have trademarked that. Because that was in Ohio and mm-hmm. he used to drive around that area. And West Virginia is yeah. very close to Ohio. And just like, that's what he would do. He'd get in his Lobotomobile and he'd just, just drive, drive to down. different hospitals. Mm-hmm. He'd make a bunch of brain soup and then he'd drive to the next hospital. Yeah, take his money and go. Yeah, and he learned how to do it in Europe because he was like the only one doing it in America. Yep. yep. So it Europeans super bad. big into lobotomy. So much lobotomy information. All the lobotomy information. <laughs> experts. Experts. Um, so good. I could probably give you one. Do you want to hold still? 
<laughs> uh, yes. You know what? For the podcast, let's do <laughs> I'll it. I'll do it. You know what? You know do what? we have a nice pick? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe not him. We need let's him do to me. sound engineer. Oh, yeah. No, well, no, we can do me. Whoever, I'll do it. Whoever guest number two is, is in for a rough ride. <laughs> Be like, do you need your brain? Do you do you need to do much after so this? Are you planning on using it in the foreseeable future? Yeah. Some people are real happy and fine with it. Didn't they lobotomize one of the Kennedys? Yes. Uh, that's why they started the that's Special what, Olympics. I was like, that's... And that's why they stopped doing it because it went it really wrong her. yeah like she just oh, turned wow. into like a blah. like she was angry and depressed and then they scrambled her brains up into, into eggs, scrambled eggs and then she was instant she had to be institutionalized all fucked up after yep. that and then the, and then the, they started special olympics because of the poor treatment yeah and to and like stopped lobotomies yep. in the u.s mm-hmm. Because how bad it was. You can't fuck with the Kennedys, man. Do not don't do it they can Unless fuck with themselves. Marilyn Monroe then you can fuck with them all you want you can, all of them all of them well, two of them. Two of them. That's half. Well, there was a lot of them, actually. Yeah. Anyway, um, so you can imagine that there were a lot of deaths that were linked to these various types of behavioral treatments and then the suicides. And then there was also a couple murders. And so you can only imagine house for ghosty, ghosty. Tales. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that's why I was like, this is the right hospitals. recipe. I was like haunted lunatic asylums because those people are confused and upset. Yeah. So that's how you make a ghost. Exactly. You kill someone who's confused and upset. They don't know they're dead. Mm-hmm. They're running around trying mm-hmm. to make things less cold, dark and poopy. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, they have. Um, so the hospital They've got scrambled egg brains like it's hard. <laughs> they're not happy. So the hospital has a couple of different hotspots, um, one of them being the Civil War wing. And people oh. do report seeing um, ghosts of soldiers. They've named one Jacob. So apparently Aww. he shows up a bunch. Um, but they will see they had dudes like, and soldiers. They had like or ghosties PTSD and yeah. they didn't know what to do with them. And so they'd ship them off to lunatic asylums. Mm hmm. So they w- shit was rough, man. Yeah. Civil and then, war fighting was rough. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. And then the fourth floor is uh, one of the most and active. How, how big is the building? Is it like five floors? It's gigantic. It's like a big old. I'm going to say. It's the second um, largest hand cut stone building do, in the world. It can fit 2,000 poop men. Yeah. Carry it, so. the one. It's real it's fucking real big. big. It's real <laughs> fucking big. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's like just bigger than big. It's big. Large. It's large. quite size large. large. It's venti. <laughs> it's a it's not huge it's huge <laughs> it's, it's huge 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 Ugh. it's um, tremendous the god damn it it's just the biggest um so the fourth floor ah, drank up my beer is known um it's it's very the fourth floor, they're like, oh, because this, um, the the asylum, they do haunted ghost tours now. That's okay. pretty much what they'll, once it closed down, I think in, it was put up for auction in maybe the early aughts of the 2000s. Okay. And somebody so it, they bought closed it. it in 94 and then it just, homeless people, people and yeah, yeah people it was just stripping out the copper pipe. Disrepair, it's not good. And then <laughs> yeah. some guy bought it in, it was auctioned. I think he bought it for like one point something million dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he has. Couch change. Yeah, just couch change. I have it. Oh, um, and they it, now he's like, oh, I'm going to take, you know, a cue from all the other hospitals and stuff that are doing it. So we're just going to do ghost tours. And yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Well, I feel like if you buy a giant, old, abandoned, decrepit building. Oh, God. Why yeah. the fuck wouldn't you have ghost tours? Exactly. Because even, even if, if there's no ghost, you can like no ghost. You just be like, it's real creepy. It's dark. I'll yeah. send you around at nighttime with a flashlight. Exactly. And be like, people will be like, four people died shit. here. Like, it doesn't yeah. have to be true. I, These people no, aren't going to Google no, it. But people did legitimately die there. But they did, yeah. So you'd just be like, 
and there like, have been lots this, of people this that person died. died here some say like yeah. it's fox news now some, <laughs> some say, say reports that, say that his ghost is still here and then i you'd get some fuckers who are just like i see, I see the ghost exactly because you can it, it's yeah it's like how yeah. everybody gets sick and you're like yeah i get sick too yeah. i don't feel good and whatever so the fourth floor apparently is one of those where people experience a lot of stuff but that it's more spooky scary on that particular floor than others were like the civil war wing they'll just see like the shadow people kind mm-hmm. of thing but it's more residual they're just doing their thing they're going just back doing and forth. their thing um on the fourth floor people will hear um thumping banging whispering voices screams yeah eerie cackles disembodied screaming is a real is not good, good ghostiness yeah because you think about it there's yeah got to be some serious uh, anger scream. yeah anger, anger there but the um asylums it's funny the most well-known ghost is actually that of a nine-year-old girl oh yeah and girly you're like ghost well, like how the why the fuck baby is there ghost. a nine-year-old no so her mommy was crazy oh no and so her name was lily and she was nine years old when she died um she lived her entire life at the asylum her mom came in very heavily pregnant as uh-huh. they would say um and she the story goes at least the one that i read she was raped by soldiers this oh, was after no. the civil war That's so she bound was to make you crazy she was gang raped by a group of soldiers yeah that would not go over well and she fell pregnant as they say yeah and she caught pregnancy she caught it was like the flu she, she got, fell right on that dick she, yeah <laughs> she got oh, a par- she got a parasite from all she, the raping uh-huh. um and so she was committed to the hospital and shortly after being committed she had gave birth to the baby to um, baby lily yeah but obviously she was not in a state to care for the child because she was very traumatized by it yeah man so she's just trying to kill herself all the time i bet it was that and it's just a lot of ptsd from yeah. the fact that you were gang raped by a group of soldiers and yeah. you had a baby and it's just it was not good so well, your whole life is over like oh, yeah. as a woman from that time like oh yeah you're, you're done you're never gonna get married you're nope. never gonna have a normal like you're no nope. it you're mm-hmm. fucked yep. literally and figuratively yeah so the nurses actually took uh baby lily and they cared for her as their own oh so she lived so in the like hospital a class hamster only it was a, a child. only it was a child <laughs> And, oh, and if you ever wanted, and what a great classroom it is filled with criminally insane, criminally insane poop men, poop men, no, but a it's great place nurses. to raise a child. It's the nurses that are taking home the class hamster. No, no, she like, lived in yeah, but the like, hospital. They take take her. taking care of her, but they never took her home. Because the fact that she was born, well, too, they realized, oh, oh I destroyed Bob. Yeah, you did. <laughs> He's just whimpering in a corner now. <laughs> um and and like and like a puppy in a shelter they realized she was unadoptable because how are you born well my mom was raped gang raped and i was born in a cuckoo house they're like yeah that's a great way to that's a great selling point and i feel like child born of rape to an unwed mother like uh, gonna be a hard sell anyway yeah but then like the only world she's ever known is is a cold poopy nut house yeah exactly i feel like yeah, you you can't integrate that into society. No, There's no, a, that's an uphill battle. Yeah, no. um, unfortunately, uh, little Lily 
got pneumonia when she was nine and she died. Oh, no. Um, so her ghost actually is one of, like I said, one of the more well-known ghosts in there. They have a room. Dead, it's called Lily's Room. Aww. It's painted yellow, even though it's all like falling apart and gross. And what they have, they have um, toys all around the floor because she is a very active ghost. She's not mean at all. She's a very friendly little lady. And she likes yard time. And she likes playing. And so what they do is they leave um, dolls and music boxes and stuff all over the room. So she can play with anything she wants. So she there. can She's play. All the options. Exactly. And it's funny. They say in um, one of the articles that I read that she and the um, the guides have grown fond of each other. Aww. So what they will do is they play games with her. There was one too. This woman did a because um, they do overnight tours at this place. Oh, where you can stay the night. Yes. Oh, cool. Um, I would totally do that. It's like I think it's a hundred bucks. I think that's at this one too. I've looked at a couple, so every all the information is yeah. mumbled in my brain. But, um, but yeah, so you can sit. And this woman said for forty five minutes she played catch with Lily the ghost, like because she will move balls on her own. Like they will have them sitting in the floor. Oh, and they'll and like she'll roll it, and she'll roll it, and she'll roll it back, and you just uh, do it. And she said she for about forty five minutes did that. Um, Lily's been known to hold hands of female visitors, very motherly figure. So you'll feel like a cold on your hand because she yeah. will come and try to hold your hand. Um, and one of the games that she plays with um, one of the the um, guides, is she, and she remembers them too. So that's one thing too. The guides are very, very protective of her. So they're like, you do not be mean to her. You don't try to like she aggravate her. A poor little puppy Lily, like had yeah. a rough life. Yeah. yeah. So like, they're very you not, protective of her. You do not attempt to Zach Baggins Lily. Yeah, you yeah. do not Zach oh Baggins Lily. So what? <laughs> I have some good Zach Baggins in my story. <laughs> good. Um, so... Lily! <laughs> Move the ball! Move the ball! Come at me, bro, Ina. Are you scratching me? What the fuck? Don't scratch my giant black carpenter pants. Lily's stealing my energy, bro. I feel really my energy. Just my like, energy. I'm just like so tired all of a sudden. Oh, do you feel? Oh. I feel really sick. I feel yeah. nauseous. Guys. Um... So I love Ghost Adventures, you guys. Guide. I fucking love that show. <laughs> so one of the guides, um, the story that he'll tell is he plays, he likes to play the same game with her. Is so he'll sit in a dark room and he'll have the music box because she's really fond of the music box and some flashlights that he'll place around the room. And it's um, they're the twisty ones, mm -hmm. not the button ones. So it's easier for like a spirit to kind of yeah. maneuver, and, manipulate. And they say. do that thing where they like most they turn it on and then they like mostly screw in the back yep. so like if you tap the back of the flashlight yeah. the light comes on yep. so like a ghost doesn't have to like all they have do to do is like it. tap it and the light will come on mm -hmm. mm. so he'll set up the flashlights around the room and he'll start playing the music box and he'll be like hey lily do you remember me flashlight will go on um and then the music box and it's a very bright light like she turns it on a lot while the music box is playing and as the music box winds down the flashlights start to fade and he re, uh he rewinds it and she turns the and she turns on. the lights back on and he'll do that and then she'll you I'm know like that lily's like found friends and like yeah. has a good like as good afterlife like she has people taking care of her now yeah, yeah. like she gets to play because she likes it but the thing that people say is a little bit I guess unsettling and it would be for me too is that you will hear the disembodied children giggling because oh, she's yeah. having so much fun but to hear dead children giggles down yeah. the in hall the loony bin. in a haunted lunatic oh, asylum it's yeah. a little unsettling um, but she's having a real good time I'm happy that she has found happiness yeah. I'm happy that she's so like, while there's a lot of sad angry confused ghosts of the patients there I, I like that I focused on and I like that this place has Lily 
a happy she's like ghost. a bright light in a very yeah, dark place. Because normally children ghosts are like the best ghosts because they're the worst ghosts. Yeah. Dead children are the worst. worst. That's why they make the best ghosts. Uh, I'm happy that she's like a happy little child ghost. Yeah. She'll play ball with you. She'll move stuff. There was one. And a bunch of angry, angry Civil War veterans. Yeah. yeah. So and she kind of. No angry yeah. poop. <laughs> no angry poop monsters no, just coming out. No angry poop monsters. She's in her little yellow room playing in her you know with the ball and the music box and stuff so um that is the story of the trans allegheny lunatic asylum and that brings me to my beer which yeah i did not drink it at all of it um it it was a reach for me but i don't care um i selected it i see it i selected ale smith brewing company's nut brown english style (laughs) ale because as we all know the the, nut house yeah and and english style and as we know british people call crazy people nutters yeah so that's what uh, attracted me to nut brown uh ale it is and brown because it was built while we were fighting a war about brown people yeah (laughs) thank you for making that tie for me because (laughs) i'm so inappropriate (laughs) um true that's all true i'm on fire today you guys it is um so it's brewed by alesmith brewing company in san diego uh it's five percent alcohol by volume it is a very nice it's a smooth easy drinking brown yeah for sure Um, it's an english style ale alesmith's a good brewery yeah yeah so you can drink these all day yeah um it's Brita, it's a deep mahogany in color, rich which malt forward flavor profile, which it is. Balances notes of biscuit, mild cocoa, and earthy hops. I do get a little bit of the cocoa, yeah, um, I do in it. It's, it's very good. It's creamy very- mouthfeel. Anybody that puts on their bottle creamy mouthfeel is a winner in my book. I feel like that's what every every dark ale says. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's real. It's real smooth. It's real easy drinking. Like yeah. it. Yeah. That that brown nut went down real easy yeah. yeah you could you could do about a thousand of those brown nut <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> vanessa got that brown nut cream in your mouth god damn it i'm only one beer in wait till my beer oh comes my god out. um yeah. and then they also to tell you what to pair I, your uh beer what, with. what should i pair this with um brown grilled nuts. sausages with spicy mustard to oysters on the half shell oh, sausages yeah sure um, sausages and, and, they oysters. Tell you, and oysters for so crucial bonus <laughs> and then they also tell you to eat it with gruyere and aged gouda cheese yeah eat it eat it um, uh, so drink with when you're having a I cheese pairing. The gouda. I feel like a nice like a nice melty gouda sandwich would be real good with that. Yeah, it's a it's a very it's a it's unoffensive. Yeah, it's very it's a little bit tastes like beer. Yeah. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't taste the nuttiness in it. Oh, I do. Um, I drank all of mine, so I I can't reassess. Um, but I was like, yeah, it's a it's a real easy drinking beer, but it it kind of just tastes like a dark beer. Uh-huh. Yeah, enjoy it. So that's my story. I'm All sticking right. to it. Well, we're we're going to do some additional pours and we'll be back in just a few seconds. Hang on. Hopefully this goes well. Here we go. No pressure. Hey! Nice. <laughs> I was like, did you hear it at all? Oh yeah, we heard you it. You had like a very like, huh? 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 You guys, you guys did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear? Yes, this this fancy fancy beer that we're about to drink. Uh, I just I just took a smell. And it's it's got an intense stank about it. Um, I'm not excited. Came in in large format bottles with a cork in it, as though it were from Belgish lands. Yeah, but it's not Belgish. It's just it's, from it's lands. It's bastardic. It's bastardic. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so she, she's uh, Vanessa is currently in our kitchen pouring away. Oh, and and, and doing dancing. a fancy dance, no and less. Dancy pantsing. Yeah, that's 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 incredible. Well, what, I kind of wish that she would have just poured me here. a sip as opposed to like yeah, because, an entire glass because I'm why, not going to do Why don't you tell us real quick this. what this beer is? Um, so this is, I am back. I'm done. I'm done fancy dancing. This is, it's, um, it's Stone Brewery's Southern Chard. Like mm. Southern Charmed, but Southern, Southern Chard. Southern Chard And bastard. it is their double bastard ale that's been aged in bourbon barrels. So it comes in a large format bottle. It's got mm. a little poppy poppy top. Oh, I can't believe we're doing the beer thing early. Yeah. So the story. Yeah. It's, uh, well, because I had to take a moment to pop it open. Yeah. We have to explain need, the pop. I need a pop time. I smell powerful licorice. Yeah. It, it smells. Thing. There's a lot of smells. Yeah. I Does was, yours have large quantities of sediment oh, floating around in it? Oh God! Um, like I, see, I can't see through mine. Either my glass was dirty, or there's just a lot of crap floating in this thing. I can't oh, see I anything. I feel like mine. Nope, nope. Confirmed. Mine smells like red licorice. Shit though. floating around in it. It's also from 2015. So mm. no, maybe I'm serving. It's bottle aged at this point. It's bottle conditioned. It says ages well. Who <laughs> could? It does right on the bottle. Age as well. Store at a cellar temp. Oh wow! Oh god! Oh, that's like a almost has a sweet cherryness to it. Yeah, that's not terrible. Yeah, that bourbon that. really smooths the whole thing he's, out, which he's is he's like smooth and bourbony. Yeah. Wow. Good um, job, Stone. Because usually, when when there's any kind of Ooh. bastard related ale around, my wife Ugh. wants Anything to kill herself. Stone related, I'm like, yeah. that's it. I'm out, you guys. That's it's real um, smooth. and so um, so I'm gonna launch into the story. But just so all of our listeners know, uh, Bob and Melly gonna sip this down as I tell my story. This beer is 12.7 percent. We're gonna it's get a, a powerful so beer. There's a chance of getting goofy. The, gonna, Melly yeah. now versus Melly at the end of the story are gonna be yeah. two probably different people. There's gonna be some loose and conversationalness. <laughs> Um, coming out of this. <laughs> wow! Every time I burp, it tastes exactly like bourbon. Yeah, it's it, real bourbony. The bottle says bourbony as if that's a word, which I enjoy. It is now. I like to make up words. It's on the internet. Age I still as well. think the founder's version of the bourbon age thing was better, but yeah. this is real good. I did try. There was a there was a beer that was actually from Founders that I was on the hunt for for, oh, for my story yes. this week, and I went to a liquor store that said that they had it, yeah. and then they were like. We haven't had that in years. And I was like, update your website. Fuck you, internet. God. Damn you, Al Gore, your fucking internet. It takes three seconds to update a website, you cocksuckers. No, I blame founders, because founders told me that it was there, um, which was not true. Fucking founders, you Um, cocksuckers. Sorry. I just said cocksuckers (laughs) twice, and I was like, have a good time. Three times the charm. I'm going to let you drink that down. You drink that bourbony goodness down. We'll see how many cocksuckers come out of you. 95. I've already called it. Um, it's going okay. to turn into an episode of Deadwood. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So my story, I did not, as much as I wanted to do a lunatic asylum, I did not. Um, because you I were, just you were, found you this followed story. The rules. Yeah, I just got to do what speaks to me. What speaks to my ghost love and heart. So I'm telling you guys the story of Waverly Hills Sanatorium from Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. Louisville. Hence the, uh, hence the... Southern uh, chardness, it, yeah. yeah, and it's, don't you mean wool? Yeah, I think you mean wool. If I'm if I am to believe ESPN, oh. it's pronounced oh. wool. But I think that's I think that's Tennessee, like wool, wool, Tennessee, like like where. 
right? Um, no, no, I don't know. No, honey. Luke, you Americans Luke. in your geography. Do you know what though? I do know where is it in, is in the state because I looked <gasps> it up for Yay! you. So Louisville, Wall, Kentucky Whoa. is is northern, very far northern. It's just over the border south of Indiana. Indiana. So it's almost in Indiana. Um, I am going to Indiana later this year and I was like, where am I staying? How far away am I from this place? Because this place does haunted yes. tours now and I'm like, I would go the fuck there, man. Are you close enough? Can you go? No, it's like... Uh, or is she like northern yeah, part of Indiana? It's like, Damn. it's like two and a half hours away. Um... Okay, sorry. Bob was it's like grabbing my glass. Bob, yeah, Bob really he wants was like, to give me the glass. Give me the glass. No, there, there, there's bullshit floating in there's yours, so it's okay. There's bullshit floating in <laughs> yeah. anyway. No, I was like, there's bullshit floating in mine, too. I wonder if it's from the cork. I wonder if the cork started to go, because it is from two years ago. Maybe. Um, I don't know. Whatever. Mm. Well, that's sad um, that it is kind of anyway, a drive to go. So I picked, I picked Waverly Hill Sanatorium. Um, I liked it because it sounds a lot like Beverly Hills, which is where I live. <laughs> For me, I saw it and I thought Wizards of Waverly, Waverly Place. Oh, yep. uh, no, I didn't Disney go there at all. Channel. Uh, yeah. Um, so Waverly Hills Sanatorium was built in the early 1900s and it was a tuberculosis hospital. Um, and they had to build a tuberculosis hospital because it's sort of where Louisville is located. It's sort of right by the wetlands off the Ohio River. Um, and Rampant tuber- with TB. Yeah. And so tuberculosis is caused. I had to do tuberculosis research. No, please share because I don't fucking know. Yeah. So tuberculosis is caused by a bacteria that gets into your body. So that's why most tuberculosis patients have trouble with their lungs because the bacteria gets into their lungs mm. and then there's kind of no way to treat it. Eef. But people would get TB that affected other parts of their body as well just the lungs was sort of the most prevalent and the most uh deadly version Mm. is there a version of dick tb i'm sure because it's just a bacteria it could grow anywhere but you could kill it with like sunlight so if you could lay out in the sun just your dick so you could just hang out with your dick out so what you do is lyle goes down to the swimming hole Mm -hmm. puts just his dick in the water and goes oh shit i got dick tb yeah i got dick tb and then i gotta go sunbathe being you know arrested by boss hog Mm mm-hmm because he has to expose himself to make sure he doesn't die of dick TB. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. okay. Well, that, we could say that TB was literally thick on the ground, though, which is interesting. Okay. Continue, oh. please. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So I'm they glad had, that we went down that for me. So, tuberculosis was all over the place. Like, it's existed for a really long time. People think we brought it over from Africa, like, a thousand years ago. Um, but for some reason, it rose. It started to kill a lot of people. It rose in, the, in popularity. Yeah, yeah. It was very it popular. Rose in, in killing popularity <laughs> in the late 1800s and early 1900s. Um, it was they had it much worse over in Europe than we did here in America. But we still a ton of tuberculosis deaths. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a little bit like if you got tuberculosis, it was thought to be a sort of like romantic disease because you would have it. And for months, you would just sort of feel like I have a cold. I can't shake it. I don't know what's wrong. And then you would realize, oh, no, I have tuberculosis. And then it was a very long death. So it was like you had time to like get your affairs in order and like oh, say God. goodbye to everyone you loved. And like like Chopin died of tuberculosis. Like it was a very like it Did was he like a poet's the p- death. You he know? died playing the piano. Yeah. He wrote I'm a song sure, called right? TB. <laughs> 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 I was gonna actually turn the piano on for the joke, but I'm just not gonna do it. Um, yeah. So they also called uh, it was also called whooping cough. They also called it uh, the white plague instead of the black plague because it was like it killed a shit ton of people, but it just did it much slower in a more civilized manner. More more white people died. Yeah. It also it a feels lot like of a racist joke, died. but I'm not going to tell it. <laughs> so Waverly Hill Sanatorium was built. Um, it used to be like a private home, and then it was like a school. 
Um, but then the, this part of Kentucky were like we have a ton of tuberculosis cases like we need to build a hospital for this so Waverly Hills is on a hill um, that's sort of high up lifted up from the rest of that part of um, northern Kentucky and it gets a lot of there's like breezes and it gets more sunlight than the rest of the area so they were like this seems like a good place to put a hospital um, so they they built the first building which was like a two floor wooden structure that housed um, like 45 patients and before it was even done being built there was like over 50 people there and then they were putting people like in tents outside oh god and so they just expanded and expanded these this building until eventually they were like we have to build a real big building hospital for this so then they started building in 1924 they finished in 1926 um what became this giant um five floor 500 bed sort of gothic structure Mm -hmm. um so it's a big sort of stone structure um and it's um it's built in this shape of like a c so it's sort of c-shaped um they call it bat shaped because there's a little like crook in the middle of the sea and batman lives there and batman lives there um and so they did that because my kind of hospital they built it so that it would catch the wind on one side the wind would blow through the entirety of the hospital and then blow out the other side so they were trying to like because back in the day before we had really good antibiotics they thought the best way to treat tuberculosis because it's a bacteria to turn a hospital into like the equivalent of a fart yeah, yeah and just, just let it go in the they wind. They just wanted wind farts. Like, okay. No, they all they could do was really put you in the best position for your immune system to fight it off yourself because it's a bacteria. So all we can do is kind of make you as fit as as healthy yeah. as possible so that you have the best chance to keep Live. this bacteria in check. Um so it was a lot of like fresh air and sunshine and like all these things um was sort of if you were in early stages, this is what they would recommend to try and kick it. Once you got late stages, they did some pretty horrific things and we'll get into that. But when you first started to just <laughs> get sick, you just like sit in the sun all day and enjoy the breeze. Nice. Um, so they built this structure and every floor has, um, so it's sort of long and skinny shaped. And then every floor on one side has this big, huge open breezeway that they called the solarium. And it's basically like a giant screened in porch that goes the entirety of the of that floor of the building that's you know i'm fairly certain i have seen this episode of ghost uh, ghost adventures oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I bet. that that goes um that goes, i'm sure that you have it's a pretty good one um that goes like the the length of the whole floor and so it's like there's like 10 feet of like open air solarium space and then there's like a room right behind it that's probably 10 feet mm-hmm. as well so you would literally they would push your beds out in the morning. You would sit there. You would get some sunlight. You would get the wind. You would just sit there and read and chat with your neighbors or whatever. And you would sit out there for like up to 16, 17 hours a day. And you're like, hey, do and you have TB? Oh, that's cool. I got cool. TB. Yeah, me, me too. <laughs> what are you reading? Oh, I'm yeah. reading a book about TB. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it, it, how does it end? It, uh, they, I, die. They, they die at the end. Death. Oh, is that what's going to happen to us? Probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, they got to wheel us back in our room. See you right, later. Yeah, see so you. they would literally like push you out 10 feet. You'd sit in the fucking sun. And then they'd push you back 10 feet, which I think is great tan. Well, it sounds lovely, except when you think about the fact that this is fucking Kentucky. So in the summertime, it's balls hot and sweaty and humid, (laughs) all the malaria mosquitoes. And then in the wintertime, it's fucking freezing and snowing. And there's pictures of this sanitarium 
um, where people are pushed out there and like the whole building is covered in snow. Oh, and that's God. why they put up they put up uh, copper screens on the on these big open air breezeways because it co- it sort of looks like it's a wall of picture windows, mm. but it was completely open. There were just screens there, and the screens were to keep the like snow and the rain out. Oh my God! Um, this the reason that uh, electric blankets were invented was so oh. that people could sit outside in the snow to try and cure their tuberculosis and, but not, still be warm and not lose their toes to frostbite. <laughs> die of exposure. Um, that's you you a, die of TB, not of exposure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Not, not, okay. Not, not at this hospital, Missy. Not here, exactly. man. Um, tuberculosis, fun fact, is also why they invented the stethoscope. Like the guy who invented the stethoscope so because he was a male doctor. He was uncomfortable putting his chest, his head Ear. against women's chests. So he invented like the first stethoscope. Oh. Um, and then he died of tuberculosis. Oh God! Um, but that was that was a long, long time ago. That was like the early 1800s that that happened. But I was just like, oh, look at tuberculosis giving us electric blankets and stethoscopes. Yeah. How do her boobs? Sound? They were like what do they sound like? Pillows. They sound like death. It's what they sound like. <laughs> Be like, you know, the, you sound like crap, but your boobs, oh, but so pillow-like. such a soft little cushioniness mm. for me. Mm-hmm. I could sleep on these. Um, so yeah, so all of the patients who were would come into the hospital. Um, so they had like 500 patients or so at a time they would go a little bit over under but this was not a like rampant with overcrowding Mm. sort of a place this was like a fancy if you were wealthy and you got tuberculosis this is where you would go okay um so they they had all only the the finest southern gentleman was sent here yeah to die of whooping cough to die of the whooping cough the whooping cough um (laughs) but so the first floor is like uh doctor's offices and stuff and then the uh the floors three four wait Two, three, and four are these big open breezewaysy stuff on the front, and then rooms in the back of the fifth floor is only like half as big as the rest of the hospital, and it was um, like a children's ward and Aww. where a lot of the nurses lived. Okay, um, but so so when you first came in, if you were in like there's four stages of tuberculosis, so if you were in like stages one or two. Or your survival rate was like maybe 50%. Um, they would put you in the front where you would like sit out in the sunshine. You'd talk to all your neighbors. And then maybe you like starting to cough a little bit more. Starting to cough a little bit more. And then one day the nurses are like, we're moving you to a different room. And oh, they would no. move you to rooms in the back side of the building, which did not have access to the sunlight or the breezeway. That's where you know you're dying. That's where they moved you to die. And oh. people knew oh. it. People knew like... If if I go back there, I'm probably not coming back. Oh, um, yeah. So can you imagine like being like you like the you're day where they're like, this, no, you can't go outside you've, like, anymore. Lived here for six months, and you're like, I feel like maybe I'm getting better. I feel like I'm, I'm okay. I'm gonna I'm be turned okay. the corner, and then you the, turn a foghorn Lego. I say I'm gonna. I say I'm gonna. I say I will not die of the tuberculosis. And then you do, and then and then they like move you to the back, and you're just like, no, I'm fine. I'm really, I'm not coming. I'm totally fine now. Like fine. Yeah. Like. Don't take me away from the sunshine. Because at the time, they like thought that was the only way to cure people was fucking sunshine. Oh, God. And then they would take away your hope and your sunshine. Oh, <laughs> Sounds miserable. Um, but yeah, so tuberculosis, because the, the amount of rooms in the front were like limited. Mm-hmm. Um, so half, so if you were in the back, if you were in this, the like lower half of healthy people, you went into the back side of the hospital Ugh. and it was literally dark days for you. Um so just to give you an idea of like mortality rates for tuberculosis in America in the 1920s, one in a thousand people died of tuberculosis wow. um, in all throughout the 1920s and 30s. One in every 23 deaths that occurred in any given year was from tuberculosis. Oh, whoa. Mm. So if you got tuberculosis, you had a one in a thousand shot to die. But a shit. But everyone was fucking getting it. Jesus. Um 
So then they, so they're like fresh air, sunshine. This is what we're trying to do to, to, to help. Then they started to try and perform like surgeries. They were like experimenting, um, which some people say that this hospital would like take those sick patients that they'd moved into the back half of the hospital. The ones they know are dying. The ones, Well, the ones that they know are not like, look, you're probably going to die anyway. So let's try this last stitch effort, fucking horrible surgery and see if it helps. So they make it seem very much like they were doing terrible experiments on these people. But I'm like, I kind of get it. I feel like if I was like, about I, I was, was gonna die, to anyway. die and they were like look what we want to do is we want to feed balloons down your throat into your lungs and then half inflate them um and then see if that takes the pressure off of your lungs so your lungs have time to heal okay i think you'd be like yeah i mean i'll fucking try it and then you, you die, die. Yeah. um or, or or you don't get the balloons and you die anyway yeah, yeah or they would do uh one of the procedures they did often and had the most success with was they would take an ice pick and they would the old ice pick the coming back again picks, yeah people. man real fucking real cutting edge medicine in the 1920s was ice, ice, pick. ice pickery yeah um so they would take an ice pick and they would uh, stab you in the lung and Great. it would collapse one of your lungs Ugh. so whichever one of your lungs was like the worst, worst. had the most TB in it because sometimes you'd only have it on one side or the other uh. um, so they would collapse your lung so that your lung wasn't working so that it had time to heal to like fight off the bacteria and then by the time it like healed up from the puncture wound maybe it had also like healed some of the bacteria out and this huh. was like this was like a 25% success rate. This was like a pretty good. Wow. Like, yeah. like it was a pretty good shot in the dark. Yeah. Like the whole like filling a balloon in your lung. Not really not, high success rate. Not. They also used to just take giant heavy bricks and put them on your chest to what like collapse your lungs so that you would have to take really shallow breaths so that your lungs were working less hard. Oh my so God. So that they would have time to heal. Basically all but of the treatments suffocate. were to relax your lungs. They were trying to give your lungs just a little naparoonie so that they, they also tried things where they would fucking cut you open so that your lungs were exposed and then they put you out in the sunshine. Oh, what the because f- sunshine. Shine kills the bacteria. That didn't. No. Yeah, that didn't work oh so well. Oh my god! These oh people. What god. the fuck was medicine back then? Just like yes. Hey, fuck it. Yes. And what I think is the absolute worst one, which I that, apologize. That's not the worst. I, no, I apologize. I did not write down the name of this. But it's there okay. is a surgery where they would take you. Would take you. They turn like on. They, you'd lay you down on your front. They would cut you open. They'd like fillet you up the back, like cool. like both ways, like fillet you under your rib cage. With you so far. Peel back all of your skin, all of your muscles. Um, they would go in and they would cut out ribs from the top part of your rib cage. Uh-huh. The thought was it would give your lungs more room to expand, expand, sure, so that they could get more air in there, so that you could not die from all the dead lung tissue at the bottom. Okay. The problem was for this procedure to be successful, you normally had to remove like seven to eight ribs. Oh. But doctors couldn't, they discovered really early on that like no one survives removing eight ribs at a time. So they would go in, like take out four, sew you back up, come back a month later, cut you back open, oh. take out four more. Um, the success rate of this procedure was less than 5%. But they, some, they kept trying, but man. But some people would survive this. Some people, they would cut out the 
top half of their fucking oh rib cage. Um, and like their lungs would grow. And I'm a little bit like, I wonder if that 5% would have survived yeah, anyway. Like anyway. it had nothing to do with the, the fucking surgery. God. These um, are just stout-hearted individuals. Well, and if you had this procedure done and you survived, or even if you only had half of it done and you survived the first half or whatever, your, uh, your rib cage is what keeps you upright. So if you take out the top half of your rib cage, you're sort of permanently hunched over in like Quasimodo fashion. I was going to say that they were creating a whole generation of hunchbacks. Yeah, so you would, even if you survived this, you were like scarred and handicapped for the rest of your life. You were just fucking hunched over. You were weird and gross. Unable to stand up straight. And (laughs) And I got to imagine you probably died a couple years thereafter from something else. Yeah. Because I feel like hunchbacks did not live longer than 1920s. From being weird and gross. Yeah. They just stoning people to death. Yeah. Um, so he's strange kill him <laughs> he looks different than me death for him um, so all of this all of this was terrible like tuberculosis was like a huge killer um, all throughout the world in 1944 is when they discovered the antibiotic that was actually able to treat that specific form of bacteria um, so after from 19 like f- like 45 I think is when they started to like give it out to people so then you'd have less and less tuberculosis ca- cases more and more people are getting cured less people have to go to sanitariums so um, there's less and less people and these places start shutting down so in 1961, Waverly Hills Sanatorium shut down, um, not because it didn't do a great job, but just because there weren't enough tuberculosis cases in the area to keep it open. Anymore. There we need more wizards. TB. Yeah. We need more wizards. Yeah, because they're just Waverly Hills. They they cured it, and then this hospital is huge. It's a huge hospital for mm-hmm. the day, um, and they just didn't have enough patients to keep it open. So they closed it. They quarantined the building for a year to like let all the tuberculosis. <laughs> die get out um and then they reopened it in 1962 as a as the woodhaven geriatric center they always go to the old people yes and it was a hospital for old people who had dementia and were insane it was the old person lunatic asylum um that also apparently treated uh like any anyone who was crazy who was like a the state was in charge of would go there because gotcha. it was like state owned so you would get like wards of the state you would get like criminally insane mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. and you would get old people who just couldn't remember where they put their car keys anymore um oh god i knew so, i had them so somewhere. and everyone sort of focuses on the waverly hills sanatorium when it was a tuberculosis hospital section of it because that was the first um 20 years of when it existed or 40 years i feel of like when there's a existed. butt coming but i think personally um then for 20 years, it became a geriatric hospital for crazy people and criminally insane people and like children of the state who were crazy, like mm-hmm. wards of the state who were crazy. A lot of old people. And died. and it was rife with fucking like Bad terrible stuff. patient treatment. With <laughs> I thought corruption. you were going to stop there. And I just, it, was, it was rife with fucking. With, with like, so old, it was like old cocoon people. up in this bullshit. People were fucking everything. <laughs> no, it was... It was by all by all accounts a terrible place to be. No one really complained about Waverly Hills. Like it was not a great place to be, but it was it was a place where people were sent to die. Like that's what it was built for. Um, so the 
Woodhaven has all these terrible rumors about all the like experimentation and the shock therapy and the lobotomies, like all this terrible stuff done um, to all of the people there. Um, it was shut down. So we were talking about the like Reagan deinstitutionalized mm-hmm. mental health facilities. And so they started to shut down in like the late 80s. Most of them are shut down by the early 90s. Mm-hmm. This place was shut down in fucking 93. The government shut it down because they were like, yo, dude, you're just fucking torturing people's death here. Wow. And we're shutting you down. Which is why I'm like, I think some of the ghosts that are stuck in this building are not tuberculosis patients, which oh, is no. what everyone focuses on. No. no. I think because it sounds more romantic, but I'm like, no, these are like crazy old people ghosts who were tortured to death. Yeah. This is crazy. And then like, they're I'm ghosts shocked. because they don't remember what the fuck's going yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, still looking for their car keys. Yeah, yeah exactly. Still. Just fucking in death. I, like, still I looking don't for know those why car keys. you're like giving me like cold baths and shocking me with electrotherapy i just wanted to find my car keys it's a chrysler (laughs) i can't find it i parked it around here somewhere (laughs) um so yeah so the government shut that shit down um because of like patient neglect and all these cases that were brought against it um from people who had family members there who Mm -hmm. just got all kinds of fucked up um, so then the state tried to turn it into a prison and the neighborhood was like, nah, dude, because it's sort of a wealthy part of Kentucky. Oh, okay. And they were like, nah, dude, you cannot build a fucking prison here. And then, uh, which I find funny, uh, like a church bought it and they were trying to turn it into a large like worship center. Oh, God. With like a hotel and a convention center. And they Come were going to pray, build, sleep, eat. And they were going to. This gonna, smells like Scientology. And they were going to build a giant christ the redeemer statue on top of the building oh my god and it was going to be bigger than the one in rio de janeiro i was about to say that's what's up so they bought this building or they like put a down payment on this building to buy and take it over and then they like like tried to start fundraising to build this and they were like we need 10 million to like rehab the building itself and then we need 8 million to like build the new worship center and the giant fucking statue so they needed 18 million dollars they started fundraising they fundraised for a year and they raised three thousand (laughs) dollars People are like, no, Didn't we don't quite need... quite the support they thought so, they did. Yeah, not as much a desirous for this uh, worship for center community, no. as these people thought it was going to be. So then um, then it was bought by like a family and then it was who was trying to like tear it down, but it's too old of a building. So it's like a designated historical. So they yeah. couldn't tear the building down. And then another couple has bought it who is in the process of refurbing it and currently is like, has it open for ghost tours and they do like a Halloween special. Nice. They, they are sort of trying to respect the integrity of the original building. They're mm-hmm. trying to restore it all back to how it was in the 1920s when it was this uh, right. Waverly Hill sanatorium. Um, which maybe that's why it's the all most of the ghost stories are focused on the sanatorium aspect of it because that's what this couple is doing yeah. and they currently own it. Um, it's it's super haunted. It's one of those places that like every goddamn like haunting show has been to. So like Ghost Adventures has been there. The best Zach has been there. Okay. Zach he, um He goes back and forth between saying tuberculosis and tuberculosis which I find every time he said but he always says mercury every time he he said tuberculosis in my head I heard mercury mercury (laughs) danger Um, poison Mercury. He's uh he's Moron. such an idiot. They also Meathead. You would be nice to Zach no, Baggins. Which I'm no. not gonna focus on because I it's there's not as much evidence of it and I think it's stupid, but one of the tour guides there tells Zach like that he once saw a doppelganger of himself in the building and he's trying to explain to Zach what a doppelganger is and Zach cannot say the word doppelganger. No, no matter how many times it's explained to him, he does not seem to understand how it works. Um which I feel like doppelganger is a 
if you're Duple. a ghost hunter, that's a phenomenon you should be familiar with. He's like, it's a, he's a he's like the doppelganger, the 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 what is it, guys? What Bro, do you say? What? It's the doppelganger. Like it's a it's a word that floats around in Dude. general. It's yes. like and yeah. he and he was just like, wait, so it's like a ghost that looks just like you, guys. And then he kept being like, he keeps looking at himself in the camera, being like, "Am I really me? Am I a doppelganger? I don't know." Oh my he's god! Such an idiot! Such an idiot! Be um, nice to Zach. No, he's a moron. There's more animals. Anyway, there's a real good episode of there, and they get a lot of good stuff. They get a lot of flashlight good stuff. They get yeah. a lot of real good EVPs from the place. Um, Most Haunted, which is my favorite ghost hunting show, also went there. So all play the British. British people. I believe um, I wrote that in the text message. Yeah. You're like, Most Haunted went there. And I'm like polite, Most, pr- polite British. British, yeah. Like the delightful polite British people went there. Um, also, which I could not find online, which made me really sad. But apparently, in the '90s, VH1 had a TV show called Celebrity Paranormal. What? Where they would take celebrities to haunted places. What? And what? make them like stay overnight in haunted places. How and do this I not episode remember? had a bunch of people I'd never heard of and Gary Busey. <laughs> that's like, why he's so I fucked like, up holy shit i want to watch gary Busey be haunted by the ghost of tuberculosis patients i feel like i kind of remember the show i do i was literally like what the fuck is this and fell down a well of like what I is celebrity paranormal why are that. none of your episodes on youtube what the hell um, vh1 so fucking Get on it yeah so fucking all the goddamn ghost hunters have been Damn. there um so there's a ton of hauntings it's sort of a like there's ghosts in every room so i'm trying to like hone in on a couple so i'm gonna hone in on i think i have four sort of specific areas we're gonna four talk about high quality ghosts. four high class qu- ghost a areas EVPs. ghost yeah this is a class a evp guys all right so class a evp okay so one. the first first one which the least amount of ghostiness but i think the most amount of coolness um is what they hospital referred to as the body shoot um and what ghost hunters have come to refer to as the death tunnel mm. so the amount of people who died at waverly hills um over the years is very hotly debated online there are so many fucking blogs about this where people scream at each other in all caps about how many people have died there because at some point people released numbers that said it's 60 to 65,000 people who died here. And then historians jumped on board and said, that's not fucking possible. There weren't that many goddamn people in Kentucky. Uh. Um, And sort of have come back through and like look through records and whatever. They think the actual number is probably closer to like 11,000. Okay. That's still still an ass load of people. people. This is just people who died there while it was a sanatorium. This is not not even the old people. So this is only from 26 to 61. Damn. Um, So we got to make up that extra 50,000 in just old farts yeah, in old, looking in for old their dead people and wards of the state um so yeah so during the worst of it they said um there was there were people dying there pretty much on the hour every hour God. so there were like at multiple Ooh. deaths every single day the worst of it for them was right after world war ii when a bunch of the soldiers were returning back from fighting overseas and so they were coming back over they didn't get medical treatment while they were over there so they would come back and they were in really late late stages mm-hmm. so so not only was there a ton of them, they all needed a bunch of really bad treatment and most of them died. Yeah. So that's when they sort of the most death happened was when our, our boys came back from World War II. Um, so what this body shoot is, is it's a tunnel. It's 525 feet and it slopes down at a 45 degree angle. And it's a tunnel that runs from the ground floor of the sanitarium 
through the hillside down to like the road underneath it and it was built as a way to like bring in food supplies because it's a, it's a skinny tunnel so imagine like a s- size of like a subway tunnel mm-hmm. um like half the size of a subway tunnel yeah it's pretty I think small i've seen the ghost hunters version of yeah. this episode and so and or half of it place. is stairs because um like people who worked at the hospital would sometimes like live in town and so they would just walk up this mm-hmm. road to get up there and it was protected from snowy times um because it's fucking kentucky um and then the other half is a sort of slide which is why they called it the body shoe and they there are stories about like they just dumped bodies down there which is not true they had a pulley system hooked up where they would put people in these specific coffins it was um, much more complicated and then like yeah. pulley them down but they did literally it was like a conveyor belt of dead bodies look i've thrown people down shoots in the past and you need at least a 65 yeah, degree 45 slope. degree angle is 45 not that is strong. not no. gonna do it no it's not enough for a dead body especially with, like a big fat dead body yeah well what if they put rocks in it it's true what if they just they made them eat rocks, rocks? Just Wait, made it heavier in the, in the coffin, so that way. Oh, it I moves. was just like loading their rectum up with rocks. <laughs> I mean, that too. <laughs> Shoving rocks and dead slowly them right sliding down, down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Holy shit! <laughs> so this the the tunnel was originally built to like bring up supplies and for um people who worked there who didn't live there, but. Um, but when the worst of it was happening, the like administrators of the hospital started to use the chute to move dead bodies out because it was such a drain on morale for them to oh, be like, I there's bet. another dead body. There's, oh, the hearse is back. The hearse is oh, been I'm here die. for seven times today. I'm dying. So it was super demoralizing for them to be surrounded by the deaths of these people who are dying from a thing that's probably going to kill you as well. Oh, yeah. So they started using the body chute to transport the bodies as a like humane way that the patients don't have to be faced with their mortality mm-hmm. like sure. all the goddamn time yeah. I, I, I think it's kind of nice and so yeah. they used to bring the hearse to the bottom of the tunnel but so yes this tunnel is just full of fucking the spirits of old dead people God. um so full and, of rocks up their and ass, it's apparently. crazy and like it, and there was never electricity in the tunnel so it's fucking dark, dark. it's it's 525 feet like it's a Damn. long fucking tunnel mm-hmm. um so uh yeah so they they hear all kinds of stuff they see the whole hospital sort of infested with shadow people so there's a lot of like the shadows of something or something um so there's a lot of shadow people they also hear um like footsteps when mm-hmm. they're the only ones in the tunnel and it it's echoey because it's a really long yeah. fucking tunnel so they hear like footsteps they hear like whispers sometimes weird lights appear in the tunnel even though the tunnel does not have electricity mm. um and they also get like a just a general sense of like heaviness and uneasiness like of people death. don't like to be in there of, of of rectum rocks yeah it feels just, heavy like just, somebody has a, ro- a rock in their butt yeah like a like a dead person just chock full of rocks, rocks. um so that's the body shoot which i think super cool but i think maybe not that haunted like i think if i was yeah. gonna have to spend the night in the hospital for the you know yeah, i think i would maybe sleep in the body shoot because i feel like the ghosts sure. there are just like wee it's more like they're having a good time sliding up and down i think yeah. it's fine like Unless Noah's they're Ark. mad about the rocks in their ass. Maybe. In which case, then yeah. they get a little angry. Um, so then we go from that to... Turn of all these goddamn butt rocks. <laughs> butt rocks. Get these goddamn rocks out of my butt. Um, God damn it. Because they're like southern. butt rocks. Damn it, Bobby. Damn it. How do I put so many goddamn rocks up my ass? <sighs> Ooh, I took a I took a big a big drink of that. Don't yeah. big drink don't, that. Don't big drink. That's it's, a sipping beer. It's real bourbon-y. Yeah, it's it is. It's a sipping beer. Um, so we move from that to... 
the most haunted the most haunted with evil spirits is the fourth floor Ooh. like everyone who and there's it's a funny of, mine is the fourth floor too. yeah i was thinking that when you're telling your story i was like mine has a haunted fourth floor too um so even the people who work there and they've done like overnight stuff there before like they did like paranormal lockdown yeah. there before and the people who own the hospital now are like Look, you do what you want to do. I would recommend you do not sleep on the fourth floor. Like, we have trouble with the fourth floor in the daytime. Oh, God. Um, so the fourth floor, it's supposed to be the most haunted. Like, you see shadow people in the bright of daylight. Apparently, what you see a lot is you will see, you'll be walking through the, like, open air, like, solarium sort of area, mm-hmm. the breezeway, and you'll be walking, and you'll catch out of the corner of your eye, like, some, like, it's like your reflection in the glass as you're walking past, except there's no fucking glass there. It's an open air breezeway. Oh. Oh so it's like something else is like keeping pace with you as you walk alongside. In the daytime. In the daytime. Yeah. All the goddamn time. So the fourth floor was where they had a lot of the like high risk patients. The patients who like. We're going to die. The sunshine. Um, and it was also where they held all the ORs where they were like taking people's fucking ribs out. Oh. And stuff. Um, so this the fourth floor is where they've it's the only place in the hospital where people are literally attacked by these spirits. So they have lots of instances of like. You know, they'll be sitting in a chair and then all of a sudden they'll like, they'll just be like, duh, they'll jump and, and they'll scream and they'll stand up and they have like scratch marks. Oh, God. Um, yeah. There was in the most haunted people, the very polite British people, there's also a morgue on the fourth floor. Mm. Um, and I think from all the people who died in the ORs. Yeah. Um, and so one of the guys like, I'm going to lay down on the slab in the morgue. Why and then you do that? And then he starts screaming and they pull him out and he lifts up his shirt and he has giant scratch marks on his front and his back that are like are bleeding. Oh God. And I don't. I don't think it's fake only because the guy is like, he's, he's really upset about it, about being scratched. And the guy, his friends other people on the show are trying to like get camera angles of it and he is like no like i'm pasty and british and white and i have like a fat belly and i don't want you to show this on television so he keeps trying to like keep his shirt down but you can like he's wearing a white shirt and you can see the like bits of blood come through and then eventually oh. they convince him to lift his shirt up and it's like big like three big scratches Whoa. like like finger sized apart scratches three on, scratches across demonic shit across yeah. zach stomach, baggins and then across his back Whoa. Like, oh, that is some sag bag and shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's like they've had the like people who work there as tour guides have been attacked and like refused to go back to the fourth floor. Whoa. Like it's a place where you they'll sometimes you'll just be standing there and you'll get this crazy like pain in your side for no reason. Like I think it's Aaron Zach's cameraman. It was like just like I just, like it just hurts his side for some reason and then he like lifts up his shirt and he's like bite marks. Oh on Jesus! His side. Like something fucking bit him. Also people uh, get pushed so they'll just be walking and someone comes behind you and fucking pushes you and what I think is creepy is jerks you never hear it um you never like hear it when you're there in the room but they do a ton of EVPs in this area because it's just all the ghostiness oh yeah so when they listen back to the EVPs of like what it sounded like right before these people were attacked and every time well they have multiple examples of um right before the attack happens you hear like a really low whistle like oh. something comes by and goes like and, and then, then watch out. bites you. Ooh. So you can't hear it and right. unless you listen back to it. Yeah. So there's tons of there's tons of EVPs you get from this space. Um, EVPs like, are my favorite. The They're door, so fucking oh, I scary. Know. And the door, like doors slam shut. It's like a whole oh. ward. Like sometimes you'll just be walking down the hallway and all like 13 metal doors will slam shut at the same time. Oh, that's like the just out of fucking nowhere. Best. 
Um, like, seriously, the things that I guess get me the most are those EVPs and like the weird noises and all that stuff because it's yeah. like, oh, fuck. And the oh, e- fuck. And especially and, if it's dark. Well, and the EVPs, like, just like for like the. It, the episode of Ghost Adventures, for example, like they must have had 15 EVPs from this room and they were Whoa. in this floor and they were on this floor for like an hour. Dude. It's just every time they would ask a question, someone would respond in some way. Like it's just there's I think it's just there's so many ghosts in there because there's so many people who died in those ORs. Oh, yeah. And then those ORs were then when it became a geriatric facility were turned into treatment rooms. So it's like where all the shock therapy oh, happened. Oh God. Stuff. So I think it's like tuberculosis ghosts and like old people. crazy old people ghosts um they say that there's uh people often see the ghost of a doctor so like a doctor in a white lab coat Mm. and they say that there was uh, a doctor at the facility when it was tuberculosis hospital who caught tuberculosis and then early on in his sickness he said i want to go the most extreme route possible i want you to fucking crack my back open and take out my rib cage because this is going to give me the highest chance of survival. Um, and no, it ain't, it bro. didn't. <clears throat> no. He died. He did now. He yeah. chose wrong. Um, and Shit, so. Jesus, just get better. Yeah. Idiot. And so people say that you will see the doctor like walking around um, in a white lab coat. And if you, if you like sit down, he'll whisper in your ear, like, get out. Because oh, dude. he worked there and then he caught tuberculosis because he lived there. So he's trying to like warn, warn you, you away from staying. We in can't the save you here. Get exactly. the hell out. Get out. Um, but what I think is the coolest is on this floor, they have something they call the creeper. Ooh. So the creeper is a shadow creature that shows up in this floor, only on this floor, all the goddamn time. And he's, uh, well, like a black figure all hunched over and he crawls up the walls and on the ceiling. And if you like see him out of the corner eye and you look at him, like you make aggressive eye contact at him, he fucking rushes you. He rushes at you. And then most people bolt. Yeah. Because there's a fucking shadow creature creeper coming at you. Sure. Crawling up the wall. Sure. And attacking me. But apparently he comes about, he'll get about two, three feet away from you and then he just dissipates. Whoa. So the tour guides are like, it so happens. if you stand up there, if you yeah, like hold a charging your, silverback, hold your ground. Yeah, stand will, your ground. He will disappear. He won't come. It. He won't like actually touch you. Um, but, but most I bet people that's fucking scary though. Yeah, I feel like most people when faced with the creeper running at them, they just fucking bolt. It's like evil tuberculosis Spider Man. Yes. Well, venom. And, but he's also an a- oh venom. Very good. Yes, venom. Eddie Brock. Nice. Well. <laughs> Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Good pull. I like now. it. Yes. I like it. Good, Good pull. Marvel Comics drinking out the cup. Um and in the in the early aughts, a gentleman came forward with this story um that happened when it was a geriatric hospital or a hospital for the insane for um like wards of the state and stuff. And he came forward and he said, I worked there in the nineteen sixties. Um, and something terrible happened there and I witnessed it and I, I'm 95 now and I'm about to die and I can't go to my grave without sharing the story. So he came forward and he like released his story and this story is fucking everywhere now. Um, the story is of a child named Richard who was brought in in 1967 um, he was a ward of the state and he was, uh, he was crazy. They mm. didn't like him. He also, they said that like, uh, birds followed him around. Like the day that he arrived at the hospital. Birds! Birds! 
birds. Birds. Yes. <laughs> That's where birds get from. Very good. Uh, so the day that he arrived at the hospital, like um, they were trying to take him from the uh, the car up and into the building, and he was just mobbed by like a murder of crows. Um, not attacking. Is him. this where Alfred Hitchcock got the idea? I was from? just like, this is some fucking Damien from the Omen shit, man. Whoa, yeah. man. Um, so they said that like weird shit always happened around Richard, and this is part of the reason why he was brought to this facility. Um, and so they were giving him shock treatment to try and cleanse him and like Surprised stop his insane his, like old priest or young disease. priest yeah, yeah. Um, so the they flu. were but he was little he's like nine years old um, this is the omen holy shit so he was and there's pictures of this kid online his name is Richard um, does he look evil he no he's like a smiley little boy Aww. Um, from like he's a smiley little 1960s boy um, and so they were doing shock treatment on him and the this guy who was the nurse at the time was like the doctors in the room were like let's just like we're gonna fucking hit him with this shock treatment and there were the nurses in this were like it this is too much he's too small of a person you can't hit him with this much electricity and the doctors were like fuck you i'm a doctor flip you're just a nurse so they flip the switch and he like is screaming in pain oh, they guy. like turn it off and the nurses are like you can't do this again like he's like shitting himself he's like Aww. screaming in pain like you're torturing this poor fucking nine-year-old child um so they were just like no i said it's fine flip it again Jesus. so they did it again and again and on the third time Apparently, Richard um, stopped screaming. His eyes stopped rolling back in his head, like looked forward. All of the glass in the room exploded. And out from around the table where he was at, this black mist came and engulfed the entire room. And then all the doctors and the nurses said deuces and peaced out of that fucking Uh room. Um, And then... And then later, the nurses, like an hour later, the nurses like calmed down. They like picked all the glass out of themselves. They were all injured in this. And they were like, we have to go back and like get Richard like from that room and take they him back to his room to like recover. There. Yeah. They're they like, just fuck you, They kid. fucking ran and they went away. Wouldn't you? Yeah. So the nurses. They were, electroshocked the child and then the glass exploded and then yeah. a black mist came yeah. out of his ass. And they fucking demonized him, man. They made fuck him into that. a demon. Um, and then the nurses were like, we have to go back and get him. And the doctors said like, you leave that little fucking freak where he is is Whoa. and the nurses said no he's a child he's hurt we're gonna go help him so they went back in they like cleaned him up they took him back to his room within like a couple months all of the doctors that were part of that procedure like died in tragic accidents at the hospital oh my god um and all of the uh a lot of the other patients started like fighting with one another like there was a weird violent uptick in the hospital as a whole um and poor little richard like stopped talking to people he like got really like withdrew really like Mm -hmm. pulled away from everyone um and it was said that this black creeper figure would sometimes follow him around in the hallways oh so then like six months later they're like he's cured he can go so they let him leave the second he gets off of the property, they were like, it was like a calm fell over the place. Whoa. And like, there was no more fighting. Like, none of the nurses who were nice to him had anything bad happen to them later in life. But they, this guy says, I've heard there's like rumors of there's a creeper on the fourth floor of this hospital. I think we caused it because this little kid was some tied to something. We fucking tortured him nearly to death. It caused this thing to come forth and like become to actually manifest itself. And it's still there trying to protect him. So if if you if he feels like you're coming at him, he's going to come at you. 
Oh, um, so, Jesus. So people say that that's who the creeper is. There's oh. another theory that it's the doctor who had his ribs removed yeah. when he got tuberculosis because the creeper's like hunched over as if he'd had yeah, a pop Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. That's what I thought at first. So there's, there's like uh, dueling theories. This theory, this Richard the Child theory, there's so much about it on the internet especially if you like deep dive into like people's personal fucking blogs about the like psychics who've gone and talked yeah i I was looking for pictures of the kid and actually found a a couple of of those blogs just a second ago yeah like it's there's a ton of people i've talked about it um and people are trying to discredit this guy but like all of his facts line up he names the names of nurses and doctors and all that shit's legit Um, what happened to the birds I don't. They they stopped when the when birds he left. Stopped. I think the birds. As soon as he shot a think, demon, the birds went away. No, I think the birds oh. left with when Richard. he left. I think the birds were. Oh, so they kept I, following him. Maybe. I think the birds. Yeah, because the know. birds would like like kill themselves on the windows trying to get into the building while he was in the building. Mm. But I think when he left, he took the birds with them. What happened to Richard? Um, he he left the facility. He moved to. He got like uh, taken in by like extended family somewhere in Florida. Mm. Um, he oh. changed, that's why Florida's so yep, fucked up. That's what it is. That's yeah. it. Richard fucked Florida. He changed his name to get away from the stigma of what happened to him at this hospital, oh, and, makes sense. and no one knows what happened to him. Okay. So he was like nine in 1967. So math that, dude. He's but probably, like he's still, probably still, alive, still alive. But I was like, he's still alive. He's why Florida's he's, so fucked yeah, up. Yeah, as soon as he finally dies, Florida, Florida's, Florida's gonna like, not turn again. itself around. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's the creeper. So, who lives on the so maybe he shed a demon. Do they think that they expelled a demon from him, or that the creeper no. is a creature that came from hell I, to protect to the protect sh- Richard? Yes. Yeah, to protect yeah the, the bird boy. Yeah, Rosemary's like he baby. was always kind of there. But then the shock Ugh. therapy like actually brought him forth. Well, I like think, actual I physical because that's why the birds and shit were following hmm. him. Around. I think he was always some crazy fucking demon child. Yeah. And then the, the shock, demon separated and then, maybe. And then Ooh, the, maybe like, he almost died. I think it's that. I think it's the fact that these doctors were probably going to shock treatment this boy to death. Yeah. Um, and then it was like if if I don't send forth some sort of hell spawn to save him, mm-hmm. he's going to die right now and I need him to grow up to be Donald Trump. So, oh, so he sent so forth the creeper. Gotcha, to protect him. He's actually Donald Trump. He's. I don't feel like the dates work out on that. But. Well, we'll never Donald know. Trump we'll, ne- we'll never really he's know. He's Eric Trump. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, that kid looks like he's fucking... <laughs> woof. Um, but yeah, so that's the fourth floor, which is where all the fucking evil creepy shit happens okay um there's also a ton of ghosts on the fifth floor and the fifth floor like i said it was like nurses quarters it was also the children's ward so the children's ward of this hospital was for children who had tuberculosis it was also for children whose parents had tuberculosis oh no and so there was nowhere for them to go but a giant hospital full of death bacteria oh um so yeah so most of these children died of tuberculosis whether they came in with it or, or not. not oh poor um kids. so the fifth floor also had like open access to like a like a rooftop patio sort of a space and they put a big playground up there for them to play in and stuff oh that's sad. try to make these sure. poor tuberculosis kids happy um playground covered in rust so they all got tetanus yeah if it's not that TV. can you imagine like yeah. like you're an only tuberculitis <laughs> Like you have a you have like a single mom trying to write your dad died in the war. You have a single mom and then mom gets sick and then you have to go to the fucking giant death murder building where you get um, sick and then you get to play in some weird, sad, like rooftop, sad playground, 
like it's literally like a wooden slide it looks oh real depressing. god all the we, while watching birds kill themselves in the windows because there's an evil child evil inside. Child. that was that was later oh that well was later. that was i can dream can't i <laughs> but no you're like literally your best friends like coughing himself to death and mm. like giving you yeah. his coffin death by coughing on you um yeah and and the kids were like too young to have any of the like big treatments done to them so all they could do is put them out in the sun so like it was called heliotherapy so all so all the kids could do they just tried to keep the kids out in the sun all day long because they couldn't like cut them open and take out their ribs and they died they're too skin little for yet, that for no. later on yeah so uh one of the like most well-known ghosts of the hospital his name is timmy oh um, timmy. Timmy. Yeah, timmy i like it he's a six-year-old boy he died in the hospital he had to, he came in with tuberculosis oh, okay. and died pretty quickly thereafter um and sometimes they'll see him walking around on the fifth floor on on the rooftop where the a playground used to be and he's holding like a, a little leather ball and sometimes he'll like drop the leather ball or he'll like throw the leather ball and then it like disappears as he does but if you leave a ball or you like roll a ball he'll roll it back like he I will like play oh, he and Lily would be uh, yeah. BFFs yeah and there's so many videos of this on YouTube of like people leaving a ball in a hallway setting up a camera the ball does not move for two hours and then all of a sudden it like goes one way and then makes a circle and then goes into a room and you're like yeah that's not fucking weird. Yeah, that's that's not weird. Weird, that ball did not move for hours yeah um, and that's not if there's a nice breeze i don't feel like that's the trajectory of the breeze no exactly random ass circle um so there's little timmy who's playing with his little no, ball there's also the ghost of a little girl who who's there and they don't know who the little girl is but they see her like playing hopscotch and like running around and giggling and stuff but if you get really close to her you can see that she has no eyes so she's uh. like a scarier version whereas timmy is like the maybe uh, she's like demon timmy is kind of like lily and that mm-hmm. the people who are at the hospital are like no that's just timmy like you play ball with Timmy like Timmy's a nice ghost like Timmy's a nice little six-year-old ghost he's mm-hmm. just trying to hang out and have a good time um you see a little girl with her no eyes you, you and you're just like away. I don't know what fucking happened to you missus but <laughs> it's not good um so the fifth floor also has the most haunted room of the entire hospital which is room 502 and room 502 was um was the home like the the room, room the bedroom of at the time when the hospital first opened the head nurse mm. whose name was mary lee hellenberg um so she died in 1928 she died uh a workman came upstairs to like do something or whatever first thing in the morning and mary lee had was hanging from a noose around Aww. like a water pipe right outside of her door so oh, like in the honey. hallway right outside of her open doorway um people say the rumor at the time and like the published in all the newspapers and stuff at the time was that she hung herself because she was pregnant and unmarried oh, um, oh. and in 1928 and like, no, in older times you could not do that yeah and they're like oh, we don't know who the nope father is something. and we don't like we're this is not gonna be a good life for you no. so apparently she because when they found her hanging, um, her skirts were all bloody. So they think she Miscarried? aborted her fetus. Oh, no. Because there was a bloody crochet needle in her bedroom and then hung herself. So she killed her baby and then she killed herself. Uh, you know, honey, you're a nurse. You realize you die. You're the host, according to some senators or house yeah. people, that you die. They die, too. Yes. Well, so this was the story that the hospital put out. This was the story that everyone believed oh. for a very long time. However, this place, Not true. super fucking haunted place, all the goddamn ghost hunters and the psychics go there and they all try and talk to Mary. Um, and multiple people from like multiple states across years and years, and I don't know how many people like read about it online and then go in and do it, but they're like, I talked to Mary 
it definitely is her is still her she's still there um and she she did not kill herself she was having an affair with a married doctor in the hospital oh damn she got pregnant and he killed her he tried to give her an abortion so that she wouldn't have the baby against he, her will. He, he fucked it. fucked up. Oh. And then he hung her to make it look like a suicide. suicide. Oh. Um, and what a the, jerk off. And the thing that I find the most like compelling about all of this is multiple psychics have pulled out the term um, that she's upset that she's dead. But she's more upset because she lost her little lamb. Which is apparently a very common term for you to use for a baby in the 1920s. Oh. And it's like multiple psychics have got the term little, little lamb, lamb. Or like my little lamb. My poor little lamb from her which i was just mm. like well that seems like either we're all reading each other's blogs mm-hmm. which is possible or it Blogsable. seems like that's what she's doing also what- blogsable <laughs> jesus christ that's right people <laughs> um so so in the episode of ghost hunters uh zach baggins is trying to talk to her well he's, he's trying to talk to the ghost of the child so he's trying to talk to timmy but he doesn't timmy, but he, timmy doesn't, he doesn't is mary there is her vagina bleeding? <laughs> but he doesn't do any research, so he doesn't know what he's doing. So he not. says, he says, idiot. Um, can you tell me your name? Uh-oh. And they get a very clear EVP that the TV show Ghost Adventures says, says, remember me. Um, and I'm like, you I think to it. it says Mary Lee, which is the name oh. of that fucking nurse. I don't think it says remember me. I think it says Mary, Mary Lee. Lee. Oh. Um, and I was just like, that's. That's real compelling. Yeah. Um, and then and then he says, like, will you come over here and talk to me? And then she says, that would be evil. <laughs> but she says it like, that would be evil. And it's kind of clear. Oh like, it's God. a it's a great AEVP. And I'm just like, I don't know why, but like the fucking ghost of Mary Lee, uh, like wins in my book. Because <laughs> she's just like, that would be evil. That would creep me the fuck out, man. I'd be like, ah, I don't want to talk to the guy with the pointy hair. Yeah, and the stupid face. Stupid fucking carpenter pants. Um, so God, I'm being so mean to Zach Jesus so Stupid so fucking <laughs> glasses. <laughs> Trying to make himself look smart. No, oh I know gosh, you're a dumbass. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> piece of shit clothing um so uh ghost hunters have been there for a really long time affliction we're gonna i know i'm waiting for the day we're gonna make an i hate hate zach Zach baggins um so the ghost hunters were there in 2005 and they captured a photo of who they believe is mary lee which is all over the goddamn internet so if you google um, google as you're talking yeah so google waverly hills mary and look at the image and it will show you the photo that was taken is taken in 2005 and then a picture of what Mary Lee looks like. There's a lot of like side by side comparisons and I think it looks just like her. And in the picture, oh, she's damn, coming son out of a, son of a bitch. She's coming out of a doorway and that doorway she's coming out of is room 502. Oh shit, sucker. Yeah. So I'm just like that's a real good ghost photo, man. That's, a that's really as good as the good Alcatraz ghost photo, I think. Come on. Yeah. It is like a dark-haired sleight of frame woman. Yeah, that's in Mary a white nurse's Lee. outfit. And then you look at that picture, Mary it's fucking and Mary Lee. So people in wow. room 502 get like a general feeling of like sadness and depression and terribleness. They also to this day multiple people say, "I was in that room and someone shoved me." Um like someone fucking shoved me, which I think is real interesting because so Mary Lee died there in 1928. In 1932, 
another head nurse had come in and had been living in the hospital for a while. For some reason, in the dead of night in 1932, this new nurse jumped out of the window to her death five stories down. I'm a little bit like, or maybe this nurse was also fucking a doctor mm. and Mary Lee pushed her because Mary Lee pushes people. But why? Why you gotta be so mean? Because she didn't want anyone else to go through what she went through. Like, she's you know how horrible this was. You should just die. Abortion. Just you die now. Just yeah. die now. So you before hear, you get knocked up. You hear up. like crying. Mary Lee is also like super chatty. Like so many EVPs from her. She says all kinds of random shit. Um, <laughs> where and, and a lot of it, like some of it, is like funny. She makes jokes. Like at one point, she tells Zach, "Like gonna get Zach." Oh my god. Sassy. Oh yeah. I like the ghost of Mary Lee. But so yeah, she lives there and I I'm I'm going to buy into the story that this fucking doctor murdered her and that's why she's still there. That she was not sad because she got pregnant. She was she sad was because like, it was well, forcibly aborted. Be hard, but like then then my lover my married lover my lover like uh, tried to me murder down. my baby yeah. and instead murdered both of us and then covered it up by hanging me and like and sounds- smearing my name in the press. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that That's is, gross. yes, poor Mary Lee. Um, so Mary Lee, dead. Mary Lee. So that is... Uh, Any relation to Sarah Lee and her delicious pies? No, because yeah. her name is Mary Lee Helenberg. So Mary Lee is her... God damn first it. And it was name. Sarah Lee Helenberg. That's yeah. what they yeah, don't tell you. Yeah, that's what we don't know. That's Sarah what they'll Lee. never tell you. On <laughs> Sarah Lee died from like a Sarah failed Lee. abortion. Um, so then... Nobody which, aborts babies like Sarah, Sarah Lee. <laughs> genuinely tickled by that wow <laughs> you guys should be proud of yourselves oh that was good wife did um, not like that one no. uh, which brings me back around to my beer so it's southern charred because it's kentucky southern charmed yep and it is aged in kentucky bourbon barrels so this is a it's kentucky good. bourbon arrow barrel aged kentucky arrowed yeah kentucky arrow flynn yes. aged Boop. it's bourbon a southern ice paragon of liquid glory that's literally what Thank the bottle you, Stone. It's, it's a sipping beer for sure, yeah. though, kids. Only the worthiest of imbibers are invited to experience a fleeting yet unforgettable encounter with this rare breed. This is what awaits those with the eye, heart, and inner fortitude to step up to Southern Chard. Oh, that ain't me. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, the, the, the wife is having some troubles oh, with that beer. it's drawn off unfiltered. That's why there's shit floating around. Oh, it it literally sense. says drawn off unfiltered. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the, so this was a run that Stone did in 2015. Because um, it is cloudy. It is cloudy. But it's that, it's that same sort of arrogant bastard. Yeah, it's that, dark, so I keep, I'm like, color. I keep saying Stone, it's not Stone, it's arrogant bastard. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's, it, it's, it's real good. It does have a, like, sweet cherryness to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the finish is real bourbony. Yeah. Yeah. It's a strong bourboniness. I feel warmth in my face from drinking it. Yeah. Yeah. I've given up. You you tried. I, I give you a lot I, I of tried. credit for having tried. It's a bit too much for me. There's a lot left, guys. Yeah. What do you mean there's a lot left? Look at your glass. Okay, there's no more left in the bottle. Oh, okay. Plus, it comes in a fun poppy champagne bottle. That's true. No, I was looking. I That's was thinking like, oh, enjoy. combined. I was like, no, there's a bunch left in my nut brown lameness oh, but no this is it this is uh, what's in the glasses is all that's left of the southern chard uh, i think the southern chard is pretty good i melly doesn't like it i i bought two large format bottles because that's normally how much beer we drink um i think i probably would have been fine with one yeah yeah we probably could have done a half glass each and been okay yeah because it is i mean it's 13 percent. it's powerful um yeah. and these are real full glasses it is making me warm on the way down mm-hmm. um yeah, I 
It smells I great. I don't dislike it. I don't like it as much as I thought I was going to. I was real excited for the beer this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't dislike it, but it's not my favorite. Yeah, the, it's the, not the, as good as the Backwoods Bastard was. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the Founders was that one went down a lot more tasty. smoothly. This one, you, it's definitely like little sips. You can't take a big mouthful of this at all. No. So Founders makes something called um, Kentucky Breakfast, and it is That's it's good. a dark ale aged in Kentucky bourbon barrels. Nice. Um, and it's supposed to be amazing. All the online reviews were like, "This is legit. You should fucking get this." Um, could not fucking find it in Los Angeles. It also it hasn't been. It, it's an older beer. Oh, so um, they might not. So they, may, they have they a might not kids. anymore. But it's old. Um, no, but the one by our place. Yeah, well, I, mean, they have I, all kinds I saw of old some crap. founders, but I didn't see that. I don't yeah. remember. I, yeah. Um, so this, and this beer is also, I think because it's 13%, it's a little on the pricey side. Yeah. Um, so. Um, it, yeah, you bought two two large format bottles and it came out to about 40 bucks. Yeah, which I was, I was not anticipating. I didn't do math in my head. <laughs> um, Mine came out to ten nine dollars <laughs> It happens. Sometimes <laughs> I just buy Sapporo. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> it all and evens out. And it, it evens it's out. fine. I mean, like that day, I spent like less than ten dollars. Well, I, I know for mine, three beers. <laughs> I know for mine and my my forties, um, it came out to like six bucks. Yeah. Um, anyway, like so, two bucks each. so that is my beer and Yay. my Waverly Hills Sanatorium. That's Yay. my haunted hospital. Fantastic. That was a great story. It yeah. was a great story. I I and if you if you guys are interested, you want to take a like a jump down the rabbit hole and Google the Richard story from 1967. That's fucked up, man. Where they think they made the creeper. It's like a first hand account. It's written out as a first hand account. It's all over the place. It's it's chilling because he he regrets that he was part of it and he still but he af- didn't die and, man and he's still afraid of it oh, um, damn. as you even, should be even though the creeper seems to have not left the hospital he's still afraid of it and he uh, he might be dead by now because this was years ago when he was ninety five when he mm-hmm. released the story um but yeah that's it that's my ghost story that's my great ghost story I that's like my ghost I like it I like what happened here today um. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan. Let's do it again. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Let's do hey, it next guys, week. We should do this again. I don't um, care. Which I feel like brings us to the part of the show where Engineer Bob's in charge. Oh, I mean, geez. it's my least favorite part of the show. It's everybody's least favorite part of the show <laughs> because because ultimately my criteria for choosing who wins every week makes no sense. That's <laughs> not true. You have a very uh, scientific theory. If you say fart theory. at all, yeah. Yeah. winner. So or you have weird ass delicious beer. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so so it's really is all over the place. It, 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 it makes no sense. For a while I thought it was all about the beer, but no. then no. he got to say sheep-sized faceless fart, fart man, man and was tickled, tickled by it. Yeah, and, and, and then decided. that was what won the the game for you last yeah. week. This week I have horrifying creepy monsters being shat out of children who are covered in birds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that wins right there, man. I have I have oh. children on on roofs and and abortion death yeah. women. Or you have a nice little girl. Or I like, have an ador- how do I win? Or I have an adorable child. And I have like a beer yeah. that's just meh. Or or I have an adorable child who likes to play with balls and makes me happy. I also have an adorable child who likes to play with balls. Yeah, but it's canceled out because you also have a child <laughs> who has evil demon who shat eyes. Demons. One yes. shattered demon and, and a little girl with no eyes. Yeah. Well, I also I feel like I'm not making a petition for me to win. No, but, she is. But that ghost Lies. picture Lies. is a real good picture. It is a it real is. good it's picture. A real, real solid picture. picture. And uh one of the things that, much like your your angsty teenager punk rock, 
Uh, I've petitioned too hard. You've now. petitioned yeah, too hard. I'm, I'm giving it to Melissa. <laughs> Congratulations, dear. Oh, I but don't actually, deserve it. No, the I thing of it is, is I actually, this. I actually really like bad story. I really like the Lily beer. story. I no, thought she was yeah. very sweet. I'm happy that she gets to be happy after having such a shitty life. Yeah. she gets to have be happy now. I mean, lucky for her, it was only the, nine years long. Yeah. Yeah. The, the story had a nice arc to it for me. Of she had this horrible life, and then she died, and then now all the people are protecting her and being and nice they, like, to her. She gets to have fun forever. They do. She has all the toys. Yeah. They have pictures of her room. Like you can in, look. In general, if your story makes me very happy, you will probably win. <laughs> but I it's think a that's... ghost story that yeah. normally doesn't happen. Well, you did it though. <laughs> See, you you bucked the trend. Oh kid. yay me! Oh. You also right. did, you also didn't petition me after you told the I story. Know. Well, no, because I knew I was gonna lose. <laughs> I know, and I was like, I'm not even trying. I'm just like, if if you are interested at all, you should Google uh, Waverly Hills. Ghost of Mary because yeah. it's a or it's a real good photo. It's a real good ghost photo. Yeah, yeah it's and horrifying. also just and two just Google and she's like looking. It's a real good ghost photo. It's no, it's super it's good. It's a great ghost photo. I mean, mine are more just like, hey, go look in the um the kids room and you can see. And I think Ghost Adventures also went here. Um, I think that was one of their like all night Halloween episodes and they tried oh, playing yeah. with the ball too. And I want we're locked in. Yeah. I'm locking the door. Ugh. We're locked down. I feel it, and then Ghost Hunters too. They probably went here yeah. too, but if I feel you, like somebody got the ball moving. Yeah, in this place. If with you want to hear Zach Baggins say tuberculosis or and, Mercury, and mispronounced doppelganger about seventeen times. No, watch. I mean, just watch that show he's in like general. A big dumb moose of a man. He's an idiot, a lovable idiot. I just got real lethargic all of a sudden, guys. Oh my god! I'm like, you wanted lethargic. us. Now you have us. Zach Bagans. There were ghosts asking for Zach Bagans. Do you Bagans. remember that episode? You wanted us. You, you got, got us. <laughs> like, the ghosts were like, bring back Zach Bagans. Get no, that the Zach Bagans guy the here. Fuck you are, dude. Ugh, Those ghosts idiot. watch a lot of travel They watch channel. a lot of television. <laughs> yeah, which is funny because I feel like I feel like on the ghost adventures, like Nick and Aaron, not nearly as annoying. I'm like, why are they on camera more? Why are we fucking following around Zach? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, but then there's been some shakeup in the Ghost Adventures. Nick left. I know. He's got yeah. his own shit now. I know, with his wife. Yeah. And it's a real good show. Well, Highly suck recommend. Suck it, Zach Baggins. Yeah. There you have it. Zach Bag- yeah, he was like, I can't put up with this motherfucker anymore either. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Ugh. All about himself. Um. All right. Well, I mean, that look, was good. Thank you all for listening. And, uh, you know, we promise that next week's is going to be even awesomer. <laughs> it's bold work. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we'll, hey, hey, you know what next week will be? Ghosts. Ghosts in beer. Do we know what? Nope. Let, no let me ghosts. ask you a question real quick, you guys. Yeah, I'm Bob. a cool guy, and I love I love my social media. Do you? Uh-huh. If I wanna if I wanna contact the booze booze booze. Bob's had a lot of guys. The, um, I'm about halfway through this beer, and it's trouble. Um, <laughs> you can't say Mrs. Bruce. Southern, <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Booze. Mrs. Booze. If if I wanna contact this particular podcast, how would I do so on my social media accounts? Hey Vanessa. Yeah. Do you have? I think you have this answer. I do, I do. So you can um, follow us on Instagram at Booze and Brews Podcast. Yeah. Um, you can also follow us on Facebook at Booze and Brews. Oh, yeah. Facebook. Okay, yeah, good. We're, on the, uh, we're on the Instagram and the Facebook. If you want to send us an email, maybe you have a ghost story suggestion, maybe you have a favorite hometown haunt. Or you just want to tell haunting. us how much you love us. Yeah. I take that too. Yeah, sure. 
yeah, fan or you mail. Just want to send us like, hey guys, more beer burps. This yeah, episode this, a little light on the yeah, beer light burp. on there the burps. Not enough burp. um, Heavy on the bourbon, light on the burps. <laughs> feel free to send us an email to booze and brews podcast at gmail.com Yeah, um, booze and brews <laughs> No, don't go there. Booze don't and brews podcast at gmail.com Yes. Um, as always, we are available on iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud. Um, please, if you would like to rate, review, subscribe. Not if you we, like to fucking do it. We yeah, do it. Appreciate you. Uh, I feel like normally I'm real mean to the listeners and I'm like, don't steal my story idea. And now <laughs> you're all sweet and really nice. I don't, that's what bourbon does to me, man. This is, yeah. this is how and I I'm get nice. I'm angry. I'm like, angry, listen up, yeah. cocksuckers. Yeah. Hey, fu- hey, future husband, just keep me all liquored up on bourbon. Apparently that's how I get I nice. I am just the nicest person. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very against my nature. You are bitching. I am. <laughs> I am argumentative. It's okay. I lean into that. Um, do it. Email us. Do it. I'm back. No. Um, but yeah, if you want to send us an email, Instagram, Facebook, rate, review, Communi- subscribe. Co- just communicate with yeah. us, please. Come I want to hear from people. Yeah. Yeah. Just let us know. Let us know that you're out there. I'm getting fucking lonely. I see people sort of listening or liking our shit and then nothing. So yeah. Love yeah. us. We, we're, we're nice enough. No. We're loose and conversational. I am loose and conversational. Um, but yeah, so guys, thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week. We don't know what we're going to do We're going to tell you a ghost we'll story next week. We're going to pound some more bourbon ale and we're going to figure it out. I bet Woo. it's going to be a real good idea. It's going to be a fun night. <laughs> um, but until next time, guys. Cheers. Cheers.